2: Ooh, so I'm live is what you're telling me. Welcome everybody to the best show here on a Tuesday night. Doing it the way we always do it here. It's April of 2023. We're having fun, right? Are we having fun? Is everyone having fun? Yes. We're having fun. Yes. Thank you. As long as we're having fun. So, uh, He says to all of you, welcome, we got a great show for you tonight This is a good one, this is one you mark down in the books Eyelids are in studio Playing Some pretty amazing stuff Their their new album, that's heavy duty, uh, my friends we're gonna talk all about the new album. They also have uh an additional member. Usually it's a five piece, six-piece tonight. Peter Buck from The Legend Peter Buck. He's uh he's playing guitar with them. so that's amazing. Get a full Molly Hatchet type vibe in terms of the amount of guitars on that stage now. Hopefully they do flirting with disaster. I don't know if they do. I don't know if they don't. There's only one way to find out, and that's to keep it locked in on the best show. Um, The phone number 201-989-0012 will be taking calls on and off throughout the night. I welcome you to the show. Let's all have fun and play the theme. everybody welcome back to another episode of the best show here on a tuesday night in april of 2023 my name is tom sharpling i'm the host of the episode tonight welcome one welcome all fun show i gotta still come up with that show intro hello best show don't feel right Wawa we wa. That's uh a, a bo- a bo- a Borat owns that one. Um, is nice. Borat owns that one too. Um, Yekshamesh. It's also he has that one. how many of these things does Borat own? I'm really tempted to take the thing that. Jason Manzouk is Zooks, as I call him, because I know him. You don't. I do. Zooks. He meets the audience for their show, uh, How Did This Movie Get Made? And he's like, what up, you pieces of filth, you wretched, trash monsters? And then they cheer. They cheer. I got to do some kind of thing like that. Maybe some kind of. Maybe wah-wah-wee-wah is the way to go, though. What do you think? Nah. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the best show. What if it's like, and we're at it again? Well, I couldn't get out of it again. The judge sentenced me to another week of the best show. What if that's how I started? The judge sentenced me to another week of community service. we will figure it out. We'll figure it out. I like this. Here we go again. Like it or not. I like that. And I look in the chat and I see someone said, Oh, did Tom play Arthur Russell? No, I was playing, I was playing red cross. Who, 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 who the heck thought that was, uh, unless they were being, uh, comedic, unless someone was being comedic to think that, uh, Arthur Russell and red cross sound anything alike. Perhaps it was comedic. And look, then I look and other people are like, oh, does Tom even know who Arthur Ross? I know who everybody is. You don't think I can roll with this stuff? Oh, it, 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 has Tom heard of Arthur Ross? Yes, he has. I'll go get my Simon Wickham Smith records. You want to start getting weird around here? Richard Youngs. You want me to break those out? Start playing some noise. Welcome to the best show. My name is Tom. No, that's not a good one. Um. Yes, we heard Red Cross blow you a kiss in the wind from uh, originally uh, from the episode of Bewitched when... Uh, Serena sang the song. Cause she wanted to be a rock star. Remember that? That was a good one. I liked Serena. Uh, She had the black hair. Samantha had the blonde hair. Very tricky to tell them apart sometimes. Um, Oh, I don't, know. because I have nothing better to do. Here's the best show. Are you kidding me? You don't think I got better stuff to do. I choose to do the best show, baby. I'm here. Why am I here? Cause I'm the best in the biz. We got a visiting engineer from a competing show. He's got a little notebook. He's making little notes. Trying to write that. He's going to run, he's going to skulk back to his boss. Boss, boss, this is what they're doing it forever, dog. No. You know, take all the notes you want. We'll write a whole new book tomorrow. Right, Mike? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I like this. Yes, sir. How are you tonight, Mike?
1: Doing okay.
2: Doing good. How's the weather? Yeah. How's that New Jersey April weather? Rainy, a little rainy.
1: It was cloudy all day. Cool. It's been weird. It's been a little bit of a roller coaster lately. Warm days and cool days.
3: Hmm.
2: Pat, how's the weather in Brooklyn?
1: Things were good.
4: I was I like in Jersey City earlier. I like it. I like it. here now, and it's both spots. Breezy, uh, as Mike said, cloudy. We had some sun. I would say overall it was a perfect date. A perfect date and uh, Jason
2: how's the weather in your neck of the woods? Oh God
5: Tom it's a uh, you know a little a little balmy a little windy uh, but it's very nice. How about you Tom? That's what we all really want to know is it did it, did any of the other either guys ask oh, how you that
2: didn't ask Wow. Much. But did you? I I just did. You did. Okay. I'm just questioning. Yeah. So we got the four horsemen here. Who is that? It's me. It's Jason. (laughs) It's Mike. And it's Pat. And we are having fun. And everybody's talking all about the episode of four horsemen. We did uh, bathroom uh, talking about (laughs) public bathrooms. Everybody is weighing in. Mike, what's been the response on your end? Anybody?
1: Uh, No uh, direct response, which which is kind of surprising. I I thought I put a lot of uh, stuff out there that might have generated some. You definitely uh, did. You definitely did. (laughs) Either people were too shocked or Mm -hmm. did not want to just go there. So, uh,
2: bus schedules. Mhm. <laughs> yeah. People are never going to look at that bus schedule again. I'll tell you one thing. Don't ever if Mike ever says, "Hey, can I check your phone for the bus schedule?" <laughs> <laughs> don't don't give him your phone. <sighs> Pat, I know you were nauseated by the topic. You were sickened by some of the responses. You left and came back. Have you made your peace with that episode yet?
4: no I, I don't think i ever will i um, yeah i i i have not gone back to watch the video that's right there's video also yeah. on patreon of, uh-huh. you could see our faces folks for the first time there is video on a on a uh on a horseman episode at least and no i haven't i haven't uh indulged in uh repeating uh hearing or seeing that but um you know time will tell if i if i uh open that door time will tell and uh
2: it is a fun. Uh, it is a fun thing when we all get together and talk about a thing, and uh, we need to figure another one out. We'll figure. Not just yet. I want to let it percolate for the next horseman. Mike, is there anything on your uh, anything on your radar these days, Mike?
1: I think I mentioned uh, our devotion to particular brands. Yes. Being a thing.
2: Mm-hmm. The way. Somebody will be like, oh, I don't like, I don't like Pepsi. And then you're just like, oh, look, it's Pepsi. If you like Coke better. But like, people want to wear Coke, they want the colors, they want a shirt that says Coca Cola on it. It's sick. Brand loyalty. What's a brand, Mike, even if you knowing all about this, that you find yourself being loyal to?
1: Well, I, I know diet soda is not good, and I'm, I'm trying to wean oh, myself speak, off of it. You speak. Mike, yeah.
2: a good friend of mine, uh, his name is Mike Francesa. <laughs> he <laughs> enjoys a nice, cold Diet Coke. And uh, you got if, if to, it's, if it's what you're, he enjoys it. If you want to drink Diet Coke, it would remi- remind you, me more of, Mike Francesa, which would only make me like you even more if that was possible somehow,
1: Mike. Well, it it would simplify my life. My problem is that I chose a diet soda that isn't readily available. Tab. And uh, it's caused me some, you know, complications in tracking it down. Sure. You know, it's a Coke product. It's a diet Sprite.
2: Diet Sprite, you're having a hard time finding Diet that's, Sprite. That's everywhere, yeah, Mike. It's,
1: it's not as readily available as you think. Really? Yeah. I got
2: to go along. Look, Mike, I'll say this. Huh. I like Diet Dr. Pepper. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes I just can't find it. There's places yeah. just don't stock it. They stock regular right.
5: Dr. Pepper. Yeah. They
2: don't stock Diet Dr. Pepper. Mm-hmm.
5: I'm a Coke Zero man. Through and through. Although I will say I've been drinking uh Mountain Dew uh zero sugar lately. Right. And it's very good. Very health conscious. It's very health conscious. Just that. So you're vibrating from I, all the caffeine. I love as many chemicals <laughs> and colorations <laughs> is, and caffeine. Any uh, Jason, Mix it up.
2: Jason, I'm just gonna say this.
5: It's my Joker origin I'm just story. This. <laughs> yeah, you fall into a vat
2: of you fall into a vat of Mountain Dew right. uh Zero Sugar. Zero sugar. Any, hand goes down. Anything, uh-huh. any beverage that uses the word blast <laughs> in any sort of like, in any of their product yeah. identification. You're referring to Baja Blast. I'm referring to Baja Blast. Delicious. Yeah. Oh, it's good. People are saying,
5: do-de-o, D-E-W. Yeah. do de See, there's a good... We um, could get that on Doodio Foodio. Wow. Okay.
2: Oh, well, you know it's what? Shut down. Yes, we could get it on Duty. The last second, I, I jumped. I was too <laughs> quick to pull the trigger on that. No, Pat, what is something, what is a brand that you identify with, uh, maybe to an illogical
4: degree? A brand I identify with? Um, that's tough. I don't really have... Or, it, organic
2: strawberries is there a certain razor you like oh i need i need this shaving for, cream for example first
4: off, let me let me address jason who just said or, or organic strawberries uh, yeah. let's let's not let's not let that slip by us uh, <laughs> of course
6: okay yeah
4: that is uh that's something uh first of all not a brand
5: right that's uh, a
4: that's a type of fruit
5: But you're Um, not a brand man. I've never known you as a brand man. I've known you as...
4: I'm I'm, I'm not a brand... You like to live good. There's there's probably something. um, And I'm going to check with my wife right now. Mindy, do I have brand allegiance to anything? What, What do I have brand allegiance to? Anything? A guitar? Is there a guitar? Kind of socks? She said there's a shoe I like. What shoe?
5: British Knights.
4: I don't think so.
2: No, Pat, Pat Pat's one of these Anarchy dudes. <laughs> he hates you drink
1: anything regularly, water yeah, yeah, or a particular water. brand yeah, of water? Yeah. yeah. Um, Poland
4: Spring. You're gonna you're gonna laugh. I've been I've lately I've been making my own iced tea at work. See
5: there
2: you go. Uh, See this that's, is this that's is that's his Pat. Guy.
5: He's making. Yeah. That's how Pat does it. What brand of what brand of tea bag?
4: So he'll use anything. Um, <laughs> no, I mean it, it was it was whatever was in our office. Uh, wow. net an for a while. Yeah, and yeah. I was just like brewing it with the hot water in a bottle. I
2: um, <laughs> don't and care. I would let it
4: cool in the office fridge, and then I would drink it. This guy don't care.
2: Um, yeah. He's living off I the love grid. Seltzer. This guy's loving seltzer. What do you I don't like? Vintage? 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 You don't like vintage? God, I miss I'm gonna vintage. Tell you
4: my, my, I'm going to reveal my seltzer, my cheap seltzer secret, because I don't have a brand that I love. What I do love is getting it in cheap quantities. So I go out of my way and I drive to Acme once a month. Mm. And for our household, I pick up the, the double pack of Signature brand, which is like the store brand. That's good stuff. Um, you, and the math works out to almost 25 cents a can. There's no better carbonated water deal this side of I just want to let me, okay, look, find.
2: that's, that's, to be fair, it's water and, <laughs> and <laughs> carbon dioxide, right? I'm with you, but, but, but tell that's me what I'm saying. Can Oh, you, no, no, can, can Pat, you find Pat, Pat, yeah. Pat, I'm agreeing oh. with you. I'm agreeing with you. I'm saying if somebody's be, oh, I wouldn't drink that seltzer. It's water and and CO2. Yeah, I can't stand La 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 LaCroix, Lacroix, whatever it's called. Why is that? Why don't you like Lacroix?
4: Oh, I just I like my seltzer with less of a battery. So yeah, that's
2: a weird. That's weird because I I enjoy. They have a great flavor. They have its. Coconut. So it tastes like yeah, it tastes good. like drinking suntan lotion yeah. out
4: of uh <laughs> out of an old bucket. See, I i had the watermelon alkaline and I mm-hmm. should have if the different if the can said
5: suntan lotion out of an old bucket, would that be more enticing that no, they that were would be being more accurate? Okay. It'd right. be
2: truth in advertising. Yeah. 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 It Pat. really is disgusting.
5: Pat, what if your uh, Patreon special is Pat Burns Steals and Deals, where you like <laughs> you give an update uh, on like I gotta say all of the stuff that you can get for on good deals. Just what I'm
1: getting? Okay, I've like, just been handed
5: a, a can. Thank
2: you,
1: <laughs>
2: of coconut Lacroix. <laughs> get the whiff. Oh, I can't not get it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's disgusting. <laughs> it's awful. It's <That's> so bad. <laughs> it really does taste like suntan it's, lotion. Yeah, I can and, smell it. And just it has that little hint of metal in it, just in case, because it would be like, yeah. "Oh, they have, uh, oh, they have lime." It's like, "Oh, wow, it tastes like lime and aluminum." It's like, oh, what about their? Uh, what about what about their their lemon? Oh, oh, that's that's nice. It's kind of like lemon and aluminum.
4: I drink I drink like seltzer, and you probably do too, out of aluminum cans that aren't Lacroix and they don't I have don't that taste. taste. Mm-hmm. They don't know. They don't, don't have that taste. I, like they figured it out, and they're and they're way less money. You know so the problem what's, is what's going you know, on,
2: Pat. I, I'll tell you the problem. It turns out you know who owns Lacroix. It's a company huh? called Silver Shamrock owns. <laughs> Lacroix. Um, they generally they usually make Halloween costumes right now they've branched out into uh, seltzers soda waters and uh, they're telling everybody on May 17th special day we're all supposed to drink LaCroix on the same day at noon they said something's going to happen. <laughs> Can't wait. <laughs> um, horseman, stand down, stand by. Oh, God. <laughs> it's my new favorite thing. <laughs> Why is that the funniest thing? stand down and stand by i can't believe in a debate this is a presidential debate he actually said that
6: yeah
2: proud boys stand down and stand by Hmm. what should have just been like yeah this is over now this is whatever god bless this is not a political show if you're a trump guy god bless welcome to the (laughs) show No, actually not the case. No, that's not the case. Welcome to the show. Let's see what's going on. Um the phones, the phones. Can I just take these normal calls here? Is this all set up to just take a normal call? I believe it yes. is. Okay. Normal call, normal call. Here we go. Hello, best show.
7: Hi, this is Cade. Who is this? This is Cade in DC. Cade. Yeah.
2: Like Arthur Cade, the 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 entertainer.
7: Or like, uh, there's a Bears quarterback named Cade McDowell.
2: Okay. Well, what's going on, Cade?
7: Uh, not much. Just got. A, I've had a Claxton bell in my ear for the past six hours.
6: Why but, is that? Uh, why?
2: Why, that, why? 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 Why do you have a bell in you? Why do you have got the bell in your ear?
7: I'm not sure where it's coming from. I live by an army fort, so I'm mm-hmm. assuming that's what that is. But okay. Um, mm-hmm. Anyway, I just wanted to uh, if I could comment a little bit on the soda talk.
2: Yes. For, what would you like to say,
7: so Mike? you can get your hands on some Sprite Zero, it'll change your dang life. Mike?
1: Well, that's Diet Sprite. I mean, yeah, I, I didn't call it by its official name.
2: Mike, it's called Sprite Zero is what you're actually looking for, <laughs> not Diet Sprite.
1: <laughs> well, it's the same thing. Is it? Yeah. yeah okay. I mean, I, yeah, I didn't use the official name. Yeah, they... Okay. Hey.
7: I didn't know if you're getting off eBay or what? You might be getting old diet spray.
2: I think this guy's buying soda off eBay? <laughs> Cade, come on. No. You think what well, you I'm think Mike's you think Mike's living out in Wyoming? It's not off the grid.
1: Quick check usually has a deal.
2: Yeah, quick check usually has a deal. Come on, Cade.
4: <laughs> Mike, can you believe this guy? If we could get no, I can't believe him. <laughs> Cade just reminded me of a brand I used to be loyal to. What's that, Pat? Snapple, I used to love Snapple. There
2: you go. So you had then, the taste for Snapple, then you lost oh, it.
4: Well, I'll tell you exactly when I lost it, because you you yourself just brought up the aluminum taste of mm-hmm. Lakoy. Mm-hmm. What Snapple did the dumbest thing ever a few years ago they switched away from plastic, away from glass bottles, and they made them all plastic.
6: Mm-hmm.
4: And suddenly, if I got a peach Snapple or something. Mm-hmm amazing like a week you know bi-weekly treat at work whatever it was i would go out and get a snapple Mm -hmm. it just it tastes like garbage the glass was was so cold you got it out of that fridge anywhere in new york new jersey it was the best
2: pat i'm hearing the same thing about topo chico they're switching Uh, to plastic and people are mad they like the glass bottles i'm just gonna say this i went to see a show on sunday pat i agree with you I went to see a show on Sunday, Eyelids at Gold Diggers, and there were these MCs doing stuff between shows, and I whipped a Snapple bottle at one of them. It was plastic. (coughs) It was fine. I was trying to knock him unconscious. Couldn't do it. Trying to knock him unconscious with glass bottle. I would have done the trick.
4: Shame on Snapple.
6: Shame shame on on you, Snapple.
2: Same on you, shame on you, Topo Chico, all of you. I'm going to work on it. I'm going to. I'm going to get a you. petition. I like this. Snapple. Is this is now you've mark got a my purpose. words. I'm Okay. Gonna, I'm gonna oh, get I am marking words. Pat. I'm marking him right now. Cade,
4: studio, mark
7: my words.
2: Cade, help me out here. What do you what, what 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 what? You got the bells going off. What what can I do for you?
7: Well, Pat's driving. How long is he driving every month? He's driving all these millions of miles. You Don't worry, don't, don't, don't worry about Pat.
2: Don't you worry about Pat. Pat's business is Pat's business. Why did you call the show,
7: Cade? I called the show because I needed to petition for the audience to help me out here. because There's something I can't remember. It's been bugging the heck out of me. What is it? So I remember just this one scene. I wasn't sure if it was a TV movie or what the heck it was. But it was a, a fantastical scene where this woman slid down a slide into a big pool. He
6: mm-hmm.
7: came out an angel and the man slid on the other side of the screen into the big pool. And they came out a big moon, like a planet. And what kind of what was the heck it?
2: Is that? This was not animated. This is, this is live action. No, it
7: was, it was live action. And everything. There's no CGI either.
2: What year would you say this could have taken place if it was filmed? The 70s? I would say, I would
7: say
2: early, early 90s. Early 90s. Yeah. Uh, so someone, a woman slides down one and, and goes into like a pool and comes out an angel. Yeah. And a f- guy comes, slides down the thing, comes out like literally the moon.
7: Moon with the face on it.
2: Yeah. I don't know. Let's see if people can figure it out. We'll see if people can figure Tom, it I out. Tom, I got
7: one question for you.
2: Yeah, what's that, Kate?
7: So what's up with this, this catchphrase business?
2: What do you Why mean? Why do you want to
7: catchphrase so bad?
2: Because I want to start the show off with this, a bang.
7: This show is... This show was a bang. Yeah, no kidding. This is what I look for. So, what's wrong week. with the
2: bang on top of a bang?
7: You don't need a bang.
2: I want and it I'm to be look. You. It's one thing if this show is a. It's a comedy show that has a bang. I want it to be like a comedy bang bang kind of two fisted thing. You know what I mean?
7: You want it to be comedy bang bang?
2: I want the show to be like a. You get what I'm saying.
7: I don't, Tom, because this this sh- this show was the highlight of my week. Yeah, okay. Because it always comes in fresh. It always comes in hot.
2: You know what, do you think I'm going to come delivers. in stale if I got a catchphrase to get me all ramped up? You don't want me to feel That's,
7: good? You tune out when you hear the catchphrase is what I'm saying. You say, oh, here it goes again. Instead, every week you come in, Tom's got something new. Something new up his sleeve, and he's he's firing bullets at
2: you. You're you're burning me up here, Cade. You're burning me up.
7: I'm getting you hot under the collar. I want something,
2: because I know you're wrong. That's why. You're about to say, because you know
7: I'm right. No, I know you're wrong. No, I wasn't. Listen, Tom. What's that? This show has been a... Probably the best part of my week, and I know that Mm -hmm. maybe that's sad to say. No, that's not sad. But it's been the best part of my dang week for for the past two years. Why would that be sad? And uh, I love you. Why would that be sad? I'm glad you like the show so much. Because people might say, oh, you're a loser. You look forward to a radio show? Nah. We all
2: got our things, buddy. We all got our things, Cade. You got things you like, I got things I like. You're not a loser for looking forward to the show. You're a winner in my book. You're a winner, Cade. So what, you got plans this weekend? Cade? Cade?
8: What? Is, happened?
2: What? what do you got? You got plans this weekend? Cade, get yeah. off my phone. Tell me not to have a catchphrase. Yeah, I want you to come in. You want to come in strong. I want to get myself ramped up. I come in and I go, hello, best show. Uh, or if we go, what's up, everybody? Or something like that. I don't know why that's going to bum me out. No idea. No idea. Um, we also have an exciting thing, too. We have eyelids are going to be playing the show live. Uh, very exciting. Got to hear a little sneaky peeky of it when they were getting ready. It sounds killer. Get ready for that. We're also, they put together very nice packages we're going to do. Uh, we're going to give away during the show. Um, oh, look at this. Yeah, these are this. We, we got these Eyelids albums. They're signed. all oh, they're signed. What we're going to do, we're going to give away all kinds of stuff. Signed records. Look at this. Signed. Freaking signed. We're going to give them away. What you do is you go to, uh, we got five packs we're going to give away. We'll give them away next week. Go to, and this is how you can be eligible for one of those. You make a donation of $5 or more, only $5 or more, to the Transgender Law Center, which is transgenderlawcenter.com slash donate. And then just email your receipt to us that shows you donated over to best show for number four life at gmail.com. You have until this Friday to do it. So that's the way anybody listening to the podcast can do it. Nobody, you didn't just have to hear the show live to do this. We'll give the packs out. We'll do a drawing. We'll give them out to people who donated to the transgender law center which is a, a charity that um, that eyelids uh, recommended for this and and we have given to them in the past I I know on double threat we have best show I believe we have So we're just we're just go to slash donate and then we will uh, do a drawing at the end of the week and you,
9: Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price Priceline.
10: Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. All right, hot phones, hot phones coming
2: up. Let's go to the phones. Hello, Best Show.
11: What up, Tom? Seanathan here in Newbridge, loving the show.
2: Oh, thank you, thank you. I hey, it.
11: I have a catchphrase for you. Is that, is that what you're looking for?
2: It is. I've been looking just very casually for like a catchphrase that I could kick the show off with.
11: All right, I have it. There are there are no other entries. Okay.
2: This. All right. All right. Yeah.
11: Everybody, shut up! The best show's on right now. You stupid a-holes.
2: Huh? Let me what, let me what try. You think? Everybody, shut up!
11: Yeah, more forceful though.
2: Everybody, shut up!
11: Everybody, shut up!
2: Okay, that's. I. It sounds like I have to be seriously angry to pull that. Oh off. yeah,
11: yeah. Uh, well, that's your rep, right? I mean, that's your, well, that's your brand.
2: It's not, but. Oh. Um. I get. I like the spirit of it. The energy might be running a little too hot for my liking.
11: Well, here's how you get around that. You spell a holes a h o l z.
2: That does soften it a little bit. Doesn't it? Yeah, a little does, bit. Does. That actually, it's a little more playful then.
11: Yeah, it's much softer now. You're much softer. Thank uh, you. Uh-huh. <laughs> hey, um, I know you're a full-blown metalloid now, but um, maybe you true. could h- help uh, confirm this thing that I read the other day. Um, You know that, that album Tapestry by Carole King?
2: Yes, the, uh, one of the all-time best-selling hit albums. Yeah.
11: Yeah. It's just a, a massive album. Well, I read on the new the other day that the cat on the cover of that album is still alive.
2: Hold on. Wait, the cat, there's a cat on the cover. It's Carol King yes. hanging out like in a, in a, in a room. And there's a cat yes. in the photograph on the, the album yes. cover.
11: And it, it looks like the album came out in 1971.
2: Yes, it came out in 71, which would make that cat 53 years old.
11: <laughs> yes. Yeah. So what what I read was that this cat who, whose name, in, in, in tribute to the times, was named Hendrix. Um, he's been in a near coma for like the last 50 years. Okay, but he takes five breaths a minute and, and he's still alive as a result of that. Like he's barely there. So everyone kind of thinks he's dead or, or almost dead. And anytime anyone comes near Hendrix, he leaps up and tries to scratch him in the face.
2: Wow. So Hendrix has a little bit of fight, uh, a fair amount of fight still in him.
11: Absolutely. He, he's like, if Cujo was a cat and not a horse.
2: Well, um Cujo was not a cat or a horse. Sure was. Cujo was not a cat. Cujo was not a horse. Cujo was a dog.
11: No, I thought I, I'm positive Cujo is a horse. Remember that that great line is probably like the third greatest line in film when D. Wallace is, you know, it's it's like the show it's the showdown, and she goes, "Cujo, you're rabid,"
2: but. That's uh. Doesn't mean th- so it's a yeah it's a rabid a rabid dog, not a rabid no, horse.
11: I'll look it up right now. Get ready to eat it, you jerk.
2: Yeah. All okay.
11: Right. Joe we'll Search it. it. Putting it in. Okay. They keep misspelling horse as dog. Yes. That's huh.
0: yeah.
2: Well, it's a really, really weird typo that probably seems to be coming up over and over
0: again.
11: It's like a hundred times. <laughs> yes. How can they be this lackad- lack- is it lackadaisical or lackadaisical?
2: lackadaisical? Lackadaisical, yeah.
11: Oh, well. Hey, man, it's it's free, you know, uh, wiki, so it only makes sense that there'd be a lot of screw-ups.
2: I guess so. I guess we're just not paying enough for these people anymore or they would get it correct in your uh, estimation that Cujo was a uh, horse.
11: Uh, yes. Hey, but... While we're talking about classic rock and, you know, all, all that stuff that every it's ingrained in everyone's, you know, uh, beings at this point. Yeah. Most of what you'd call classic rock music was completely off my radar my whole life, just basically because of how I grew up. OK,
2: how how so?
11: Well, um, actually, I think you might have had a couple run ins with my dad when you were both younger. So it'll go to explaining it. Um, He went by and still goes by the name hammerhead. Does that ring a bell?
2: Oh no. Yeah. That's your dad.
11: Yeah. By, by all accounts, my dad hammerhead was the biggest bully on the new bridge, hardcore punk scene in the
2: 1980s. Your dad was the biggest bully on any scene in any time.
11: Yes. And the weird thing is, I mean, he's probably, he's, he's, you know, he's in his late fifties now. Mm -hmm. And, um, the weird thing about my dad is he doesn't regret any of the things he did back then to people at all.
2: So like with the passage of time, he has not come around at all to realize, um, uh, maybe I was a little rough on everybody back then burning off some youthful rage and shouldn't have taken it out on others.
11: No, he, he has such pride and he's actually, such pride. Uh, he has, a, he has Great. a wall of trophies. He has a wall of trophies in his living room, including the fables of the reconstruction shirt. He tore off your back at a corrosion of conformity show. And he
2: still has it, that. Well, it's
11: shellac- shellacked and bronzed
2: and bronzed. Yes. Did they bronze it after they shellacked it?
11: Uh, no, I think it was bronze first and then shellac because it really gives a sheen once you bronze and shellac.
2: I wouldn't know. Um I uh I also uh that's my shirt that was neither bronzed or shellacked when it was on my body back then but your your dad who was like a hardcore bully, like yeah. literally hardcore punk who was just took such pride in being awful to everybody.
11: Yeah. Yeah. He, he, he lived his whole thing and all hammerhead would play around the house when I was growing up was punk rock. So I I never heard any of the most famous songs out there that everybody knows, you know? So like, I, I know the titles, but I don't know how the songs go. So Ever since I I was a kid, I've had to kind of guess what the lyrics and the melodies for those songs might be.
2: Really? That's very interesting.
11: Like, yeah, like, uh, you know, like one is, uh, I'm on a stairway to heaven and it's made out of fluffy clouds. Does it go like that?
2: It does not. That's way too up tempo for. So, like, you're the kind of kid growing up, you would know, like,. like you'd know hardcore or punk, right?
11: Oh yeah, yeah. Like I mean, you would like
2: know I, like I, an MDC song.
11: Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I, I I knew everything off that first record, including "Kill the Light."
2: Hmm. Yeah. But but other songs that that you know were a part of the the general populace uh pop, like popular culture, you that was not on your on your radar at all.
11: No, no. So like I I think. That this song goes, um, look at that free bird fly like a lightning bolt in the sky. Watch it go by. Is it like that? Is that how it it's goes? It's not
2: even close to how uh, that goes. Okay. No, okay. no, no,
11: okay,
2: no. And your name again was Seanathan. Jonathan. Jonathan, yeah. okay. All I right, well, what about right. this
11: one? What about this? I, I think I'm very in the ballpark on this. It smells like teen spirit It's the smell of victory It smells like teen spirit from sea to shining sea Is it does it go like that?
2: It doesn't I'm amazed that you seem to have you think that these songs sound like jingles that are like they're like they're like shaving cream commercials or like commercials to get you to join the army or something.
11: Well, yeah, those are, that's the other music I knew when I was growing up from TV. Like we would get Philly, uh, some Philly commercials up there. And of course there was the, uh, that catchy one for ideal that, 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 uh, that shopping place. It was, uh, so swing Wait, So grab the wheel of your automobile and swing on down to ideal dot, da da, and then a great, that great tagline. It's nothing but a Quonset hut.
2: That's more regional. That was, I didn't get that in, in okay. uh, New Jersey. Okay.
11: Well, that's cool. That's cool. That's yeah. cool. But, but, but I'll say this, the positive of just being exposed to punk rock when I was a kid. Yeah. Finally paying off. How so? Are you aware that fat Michael, I I, I want to show him the proper respect, uh, fat, fat Michael, the, the, the front man of the band, no Uh, he just opened a punk rock museum in Vegas. Really? How cool is that? Yeah,
2: that's very cool.
11: Has all kinds of punk ephemera. They already already started doing tours with uh, famous punk musicians. It's it's a very cool thing, and they are going to open a Johnny Rockets esque punk themed restaurant. And I got a job as a waiter. I'm so excited.
2: That's very cool. That's very very cool, Jonathan. What what uh? Well, tell me more about it.
11: Well. I'll get to sing songs and perform little skits for the customers. And, you know, Johnny Rockets, their, their wait staff sing 50s hits like Rock Around the Clock and Peggy Sue and that sort of thing. But
6: mm-hmm.
11: um, it's the same concept at, at Anarchy Burger, which is, of course, a, a, a nod to the Vandals song, Anarchy Burger, Hold the Government. Uh, but we're going to perform classic punk hits of the 70s and the 80s and 90s while we serve customers. Okay. Yeah. So we'll do like, you know, as as I'm slinging burgers and fries, uh, you know, do do a, a verse or, and chorus of we were on heroin or kill the poor. Uh, I just want some skank beef bologna. I've got a splitting Hidachi. Uh, there ain't no sanity clause, uh, victim in pain. Maybe I killed my family or I shot Reagan, manimal, Mm -hmm. uh, corporate death burger, uh, looking through Gary Gilmore's eyes uh destroy Babylon just to name a couple so it's gonna be really fun
2: and the, yeah just to name a couple those the, so those will be the kind of things you'll just start belting out yeah Very yeah cool.
11: and um we each are supposed to come up with our our own trademark and uh I think I got a great one
2: well what did you come up with
11: like a catchphrase sure, um sure. so you know when I put the food down at in, in front of a patron I say, "Bite it, you scum."
2: I like that. That's very clever.
11: A... And who is it a tribute to? Uh,
2: uh G. G. Allen.
11: Show him some respect. His name is Jesus Christ Kevin Allen.
2: Yeah, Jesus. Okay. Yes. Okay. I'll pro...
11: I still, I still can't believe he. It feels like yesterday that he that he he, he passed away after that that uh, performance at the Gas Station Center for the Performing Arts, doesn't it? He...
2: The Gas Station sent um I think the place I think you might be rounding up on that title a little I bit. Know. I think Maybe. it's I don't know. I think it's just called it was just called The Gas Station.
11: Well, I I know they did have one microphone, so uh-huh. that's uh, that's something.
2: Yeah, no, that uh Sure. No, I get I yes, it does seem like yesterday.
11: Yeah so but one of the, the the downsides is that i can't curse on the job but i i can say things that you know sound like i'm cursing if i say them real fast mm-hmm. yeah like uh oh suck my clock
2: mm-hmm. or
11: or uh eat my ship
2: you just uh, got to get it out real fast
11: yeah, you suck dip uh-huh oh fork you
2: so you've got the, you've got a, you, it seems like you really, uh, you're pretty, you're pretty stoked for this gig, huh?
11: I'm, I'm, I'm stoked and prepared just like that, uh, Leonard Cohen album title.
2: I didn't know that was a Leonard Cohen
11: album title. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, but check it out. The, the restaurant may be called Anarchy Burger, but they're, they're aiming to be, you know, like one of the, one of the great restaurants in the, in the Southwest and, Uh, Fat Mike hired three Michelin chefs, and I'm hearing that the food is world class. So that's really cool. Yeah. That's
2: very, that's a little surprising, but very
11: cool. I know. I know. The crazy thing about Anarchy Burger is that the kitchens where they prepare the food are in the customer's bathrooms. Oh, I don't know how I feel about that. How punk is that?
2: Yeah, it's pretty punk. That's a polite way of saying it.
11: Well, somehow it meets code. You didn't hear it from me, but I assume Fat Mike greased some palms to make that happen.
2: To be able to legally have a kitchen in a bathroom. Yeah. In a public yeah. bathroom.
11: Public bathroom, yeah.
2: You're again shonathan.
11: It's a weird name. I know.
2: I know. Yeah. No, no, no. It just it just took me a second. It's ringing some kind of bell for me, but I just, just not. Um,
11: it's ringing a bell. Well. We've never actually met, but I did stand near you at that Dee Snyder's Rock and Christmas concert you emceed at the Newbridge Hard Rock Concert Facility back in 2019. Yeah, um, yeah. We didn't really I- interact. And I'll, I'll tell you, man, I still can't believe you didn't recognize Twisted Sister guitarist Eddie Ojeda when he came up to you backstage to thank you for all the laughs. And is it true you thought he was a custodian? And you threw your shamrock shake on the floor and said, "Lick that up, trash man." It's not true at all. Are you? Sh- uh, well, I read it at several places. Several. Several, yeah.
2: Lick it up, trash
11: man. Yeah, I read it in the Music Connection, uh, mm-hmm. the the Newbridge Electric Electric Guitar, and, and um, uh, and I, I think Cream. Um, I did not do that. I okay. Did- all right. Well, that's. That's neither here nor there, but you do know my name. Um, I was in the news about, about 20 years ago, and I'd rather not go into it because it's not something I'm very proud of. Okay. But you probably want to know, right?
2: I do want to
11: know. I know. I know. Um, all right. All right. All right. Um, it's
2: not a big deal, dude.
11: Well, it kind of is. Um but, you know, I got to start talking about it because it's, you know, I'm trying to start a whole new life and live well. In 2004, I was elected New Ridge High School class president. And mm-hmm. um it went directly to my head. I fully admit that. And I thought I was a god and that every student should bow to me and every teacher should also. And thanks to my partnering with the Colonelino crime family, they did just that. So
2: they did just what
11: they did bow to me, everybody,
2: everybody bowed. So you had, because you had the support of the mafia.
11: Yeah. Yeah. I got real deep with them. Um, uh, and with my help, uh, they were bringing in hundreds of thousands of dollars a week through the Newbridge high student store. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was, a, it was a wild time. It was like, uh, like fast times at Ridgemont high meets good fellas, or, you know, one of those, uh, films by Francis Ford Coppola,
2: mm-hmm. you know, yeah. wait by what, who now
11: Francis Ford Coppola,
2: France. Yeah. Francis Ford Coppola. Yeah. The great. The great director
11: from France, yeah.
2: No, it's not, no. Oh, that's the see. It is what I thought you were saying. It's not. You you mean it as if he's from as you're saying it as if his name is. Well, what is his first name?
11: His his first name is is Ford, okay. and his last name is Coppola. See, and, but is, he's French, so yeah, he's, he's they call him Francis Ford Coppola. This is what I right? thought
2: you thought it was. Well, what it, is it? Francis is his first name.
11: No, it's not. It is. <laughs> get ready to get destroyed. All right. Wikipedia.com.org. Okay. Yeah. What did you say it is?
2: Francis. F R A N C I S. You're saying it's F R A N C E apostrophe S.
11: Yeah same thing i mean shoddy shoddy writing shoddy editing they keep misspelling france yeah
2: so it yeah, looks the way i said it though right it
11: looks the way you you said it but it it is what i said
2: so. on a lot of sites it looks the way i said it huh
11: i'm just gonna i'm gonna have to tag this uh
2: you gonna just tag it
11: I'm going to dispute that. Need sure. Citation. Yeah, okay. Citation. Okay. All right. Well, anyway, so, um, Hey, speaking of, of him, you know how Walmart sells clean versions of albums? Yes. I read that Walmart sells DVDs of a clean version of the Godfather called the gosh father. Is that true?
2: The gosh father. I have not heard this. Okay. I thought I knew everything about movies and stuff, but that one is the gosh father okay yeah
11: hey speaking of uh happy birthday to the todd father todd abramson that's right yes the great todd abramson yes i i understand he's enjoying a private chuckleberry's birthday concert tonight at monty hall so i wish wish him the best
2: nothing but the best
11: absolutely 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 so these mob guys were making a killing on bookmaking after I got elected class president. So, you know, they're betting on track meets, basketball games, pull up competitions, SAT scores, anything you could wager on.
2: They would bet. if, if Just you, crazy. If you could bet, they would bet.
11: Yes. So they're taking all these bets. And the Colonelinos were just constantly greasing refs threatening athletes, disappearing gym teachers, you name it Mm -hmm. real horrible stuff. So one of the good sides of this whole thing was that the Colonelinos brought in their own chefs to work in the cafeteria. Okay. Oh my God. The food was out of this world, Tom.
2: Like what was a typical meal for, uh, for just like a Wednesday
11: well let's just say my my classmates were chowing on the finest menagotta mozzarella uh gravy this side of Mulberry Street. So, you know, it was traditional. You know, you'd start mm-hmm. with, you know, you know, uh what do you call it? What's what's the like fried uh it's like a fried sort of thing that you oh, you you calamari. Dip in, uh, yes, yes. So like yes. calamari and and then, you know, great pasta. Uh, great ravioli, uh, all all kinds of stuff, and then you know, then you'd have dessert, and then you, then as tradition, you'd have your salad last, like they do, well, like they do in Italy. So I was it gonna was to ask really
2: about that. Yes,
11: Sa- salad last, yeah. So yeah. you know, you'd be you'd be just having the time of your life. You're just eating this great pasta, and you couldn't help but say, "I love you, Mom. We'll be with you."
2: So the spirit the spirit just kind of took over to such a degree that you would quote goodfellas.
11: Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. It was great. And, uh, also to quote good, good These were the good times, mm-hmm. but, uh, April of 2005, uh, things took a pretty bad turn. What happened? Some of the mob guys got really greedy and, um, you know, they, they wanted to get deeper and make even more money. So several of these guys started dressing up like high school kids and showing up in giant jeans and uh, huba stank and Lincoln Park shirts. Uh-huh. Trying to blend in and, and strong arm actual students into protection payments, like real hardcore stuff. Mm-hmm. And these were heavy set balding guys in their early 40s.
2: Pretending to be high school students.
11: Yeah, it it was like Scott Buscemi in that Forty Rock episode.
2: Uh huh. Yeah, just like that. Um, Yeah, Yeah. that's a that's a uh, that's an intense situation, Jonathan.
11: Yeah, and they're shaking down kids. I I, I, to his credit, one athlete stood up to them, and oh man, uh, I hate to say this, he he ended up. He ended up literally wearing a basketball backboard to the prom.
2: Okay. Oh. Oh. Well, that's not. But not by choice, I'm assuming.
11: No. No. They smashed it over him, and he mm-hmm. couldn't get it off for months. Had to get his tucks fitted over it. Uh huh. So that was a weird look, right?
2: That is a very weird look. That's unfortunate.
11: Yeah. Very odd, odd measurements. You know the. <laughs> My understanding is that Taylor had a real, a real field day with that.
2: I, I would picture it as being quite the challenge.
11: Yes. Yeah. 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 To take so, like
2: the measurements on that.
11: Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. On, on the one hand, it, it was a noble effort for this kid to to stand up, but you know he he fucked around and effed out. Okay.
2: There we go. Okay.
11: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, in some countries finding out is worse than the first episode. Yeah, I yeah. I picked up on that. That uh yeah.
2: in some countries. In this one, not so much.
11: Okay, well I I apologize. <laughs> it's oh no, it's um, okay. Okay. I, I assume I'm on like a 13 second. Play. Something like that. Something like that. Oh all right. So as you can imagine, someone got tired of this eventually and called the police, and that was that.
2: And what what happened?
11: Well, I, I got off light because I was a minor. I got mm. arrested thankfully, like two weeks before my 18th birthday. Okay. Oh my God. So they sentenced me to a local youth offender center, which I'm sure you've heard of Gus Brennan's camp for bad eggs. Can you believe it's still called that in 2023?
2: It's very on brand with a guy like Gus Brennan, who for, if people don't know, is one of these old school uh, ball players yeah. still playing, I believe still
11: still playing i think he's permanently in that cot though in in uh left field though
2: yeah he's just one of those guys (laughs) can't get him out of the lineup
11: no the the iv drip is a you know is hard for him to it's hard for him to hold the iv drip push himself around in the cot to field a ball you know Mm -hmm. so he misses like 100 percent of them but it still brings people in just to see this guy who's almost dead in left field
2: They people like watching a guy lay on. I I saw one Ratman game. He didn't even have a glove on.
11: No. Yeah. Half the time he doesn't have a glove at all.
2: And you're just like, wait, at least try to make like, this is baseball.
11: I know. I know. And he he's, you know, he can't really do a lot. So he's, he's constantly, you know, drip drinking from a, like a big juice box. Uh-huh. You know, so it's a witch's all, It's all weird. But anyway, so I, I, I did. I did five years at uh, at the camp for bad eggs. And then I got on probation for the next 10 years, which was rough. But all those mob guys got the proverbial book thrown at them. And mm-hmm. obviously, now that I'm, I'm out, I'm scared of my house being struck by what they call Colonelino lightning. But, you know, I got to live my life. Right.
2: You got to live your life. You can't worry about any of those things. Uh, You can't live in fear.
11: Oh, no. So, but, you know, in addition to this, I'm dealing with all the negative karma I incurred that senior year. So even when I try to do something nice, I, I end up paying a price for it. It's really bizarre.
2: Like paying a price how?
11: Well, I was eating by myself at Los Amigos back in December and I see this real sad looking older man sitting at the bar by himself. And, you know, I was watching him and he's pecking away at his, his uh, enchiladas. And uh, I could relate to that loneliness and I wanted to do something nice for him.
6: Mm -hmm.
11: So I pulled a waiter aside and I tell him to put the guy at the bar's bill on my, on my card. And I finish my food and I leave. And, you know, I feel pretty good about about that. I did something nice for someone. And yeah. then, then a few weeks later, I get my visa statement and there's a $14,000 charge from Los Amigos. No. Yes.
2: And how did they explain it?
11: Turns out that lonely guy was the owner of muffler mania. And he was just at the bar waiting for his staff of 17 to show up for their annual Christmas party. The enchiladas were just like an hors d'oeuvre for him.
2: Oh, so you really you thought you were you thought you were being kind by saying, "Hey, I'll cover his enchiladas."
11: Exactly. Exactly.
2: And then you ended up paying for an entire Christmas party.
11: Yes, yeah. So that that sucked and really set me back financially, but I'm going to make that money back in a whole lot more when Sokbaji takes off.
2: Mm-hmm. Wait, now what what is that?
11: Uh, Sokbaji?
2: Okay, well, well I'm not familiar with it.
11: Tom you know what a sock is right
2: Of course I do uh, Tom Seanathan. you know
11: what a what a hibachi is right
2: Of course I do Jonathan.
11: well sockbachi is a small hibachi that fits in your sock
2: um I don't don't follow on that one
11: perhaps uh, perhaps our, our catchphrase will uh will uh, explain what what sockbachi is
2: okay what is the catchphrase?
11: sokbachi for when you need to grill at this very moment
2: so it's sokbachi is just kind of there as a as a portable immediate hibachi grill that you have in your sock
11: Yes, it, it fo- it, it's deceptively small when it folds up. When it, when you unfold it, uh-huh. you can grill uh, uh, three hot dogs and, and, and two hamburgers.
2: Oh, that's a lot more versatile than I had ever imagined.
11: It is, it is. The only bummer is that you need to also carry charcoal and lighter fluid in the other sock so your calves look, you know, weird, like you've got extreme varicose veins or something. And it
2: sounds very flammable.
11: Yes. Yeah. That, that's something we need to work around also is that we're getting a lot of reports of, uh, of spontaneous combustion.
2: Yeah. That's something you might want to get ahead of.
11: Yeah. I, 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 I do think that's a, Oh no.
2: Wait, what's, what's going on? What's wrong? Oh
11: no. Jonathan,
2: what's wrong?
11: Oh my God. Well, Tom, I guess what they, they say about the best show being the favorite podcast of the singer of America's most inexplicably popular punk band is true.
2: Uh-huh. Why is that?
11: It's Fat Mike. He, he's standing b- outside my apartment. Yeah. And he's livid.
2: Oh, oh no. no. Oh,
11: oh man. no. Oh no. Oh my god. He must he must have heard me speculating about him paying off Las Vegas officials.
2: Yeah. Yeah. He oh, must have heard. Man. He, he You know how oh, oh, man. This is not good.
11: You know how sometimes, like, if someone's threatening someone, they have, like, a club in their hand and they're hitting it oh, yeah. on the other hand?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
11: He's he's doing that, but with the Steinberger bass guitar that he played on several songs on NoFX's his 2002 <laughs> compilation album, 45 songs that weren't good enough to go on our other records.
2: Well, oh, man. Oh, no.
11: He's going to chop me down with it, Tom.
2: Jonathan, Jonathan, I don't know what to tell you, buddy. Oh, uh, no. No. Be, be safe, Jonathan, please. Oh,
11: crap. I got other things to worry about. My sock bon- She just caught fire. Oh, no. Oh, no. It's... Oh, no. All right. Goodbye.
2: Oh, Be crap. safe, Jonathan. Wow. That's bad news for Jonathan today, huh? He's having a rough go of it. So, a couple things to keep in mind. First of all, as I told you, we will be doing a uh, little giveaway. A little giveaway. If you uh, eyelids are going to be playing in a matter of uh, a, a moments, very shortly they'll be performing. They have uh, uh, put together five amazing packs, signed albums, uh, very generous prize packs. And if you want to qualify for one, we're going to give them away randomly to anybody who donates $5 or more to the Transgender Law Center, which you can uh, visit over at transgenderlawcenter.com slash donate. You give $5 or more. Send your receipt to the best show email, which is best show for life at gmail.com. And that's the number four best show number four life at gmail.com. You have until Friday to do it. And then we'll do a drawing. And next week we'll start mailing them out. I'll tell you who won next week. And, um, also eyelids actually put a benefit album out on Bandcamp. accidental falls demos where the proceeds from that album also go to the transgender law center. Um eyelids.bandcamp.com Very generous. Uh, very excited to get to promote a, a worthy charity. Uh, so yeah. Do it and then uh give it a shot and see what's up. Uh transgenderlawcenter.com slash donate. You have until Friday to do it. So, uh, earlier we were talking about Four Horsemen. We got the Ahoy, the Fish Filet uh, uh, Review Show. Um, all sorts of things we got going on. The Best Show Patreon. Every Sunday something goes up. And instead of me telling you that. Why don't we watch a fun video that tells you all about it infinitely quicker.
5: Hey, everybody, it's Jason Gore, a.k.a. Dudio. And if you aren't subscribing to the best show, Patreon, I I frankly don't know what to tell you because you're missing out on some quality, exclusive best show goodness snw q a that is a question and answer show with sharpling and worcester together as themselves answering your questions and it's absolutely amazing you also get shows like so far our dive into Crosby Stills, Nash and Young, their work year by year. You get Make Mike Marvel. You get Rubenesque. Our look into the work of Rick Rubin. A lot of people have been asking about Meet My Friends, The Friends, and yes, Meet My Friends, The Friends is coming back. Also on the Best Show Patreon, you get Best Show, The Four Horsemen Edition, a brand new episode, just went up this past weekend. It's absolutely hilarious and very informative if you've ever wanted to know about public bathrooms. audio video it is all up on the best show patreon and it's the only place you can find it patreon.com slash the best show
2: that's right that's right all of that stuff every sunday something new goes up do not miss it be a part of the patreon uh and we got we're always working on new stuff too that's where you that's where it all happens very simple five bucks for audio 10 bucks for video and we've got new things we're going to start rolling out very soon. Um, let's go to the phones. Let me just send one message here. Hold on. Um, back to the phones. Here we go. Hello, Best Show. Hello? Hi, welcome to the Best Show. To whom am I speaking?
12: Tom, it's Friendly Rich calling from New Orleans.
2: Friendly Rich from New Orleans, or as I call it, New Orleans. Right? Rich? Rich?
12: Oh, Rich. hey, sir, you you cut
2: out. Oh, no, Rich, mm-hmm. Rich, I can hear you. I was saying you say New Orleans. I say
13: yeah,
2: Nawlins. Oh, yeah. Because I'm cool. Um, yeah, you're,
12: sorry, you're cutting out a little bit. Um, Buddy, maybe you, might you might want to check that
2: phone. You might want to check that phone. I ain't cutting out over yeah, here, um, What can I do? Uh, what, what? What? Let's. I, I'm, I'm, okay. What, what's going on, Rich? What's going? What's? What's? What's going on? I want to make this call count.
12: Okay. Well, thanks. Yeah, I'm out here doing a residency at the Happyland Theater. I'm actually originally from Brampton, Ontario, Canada. So I'm just out here for ten days doing my thing, making music
2: very nice very nice you're making some music i love it what what name do you make music under
12: under the name friendly rich yeah so i just put out a new record and i wanted to share it listeners i'm a big fan of the show you've been putting a big smile on my face as i'm away from home
2: um well i'm glad that we can help out i'm glad um it's important.
12: The uh, toilet episode of Four Horsemen put a big smile on my face today. I'm not finished, but I really enjoy it.
2: Okay. Look, it's there for you. And there's more stuff going up all the time. Every Sunday, new Best Show content bonus stuff over at the Patreon. Thank you, Rich. What's your yeah, music man. sound like? I'm a big fan. Well, you're very kind. What's your well, music sound like?
12: You- it sounds kind of weird. It's kind of like the residents Ronaldo and the Loaf kind of out there. I hope you enjoy it. I sent you a final copy of my new record. It's called Man Out of Time. I hope you dig it.
6: Okay.
2: I know there's a box uh sitting on my desk that I got to open. There's a couple boxes. I'm assuming one of those is your album. I can't wait to
12: hear it. Right on. Just I I love you guys. You're you're uh you're a big inspiration. So I just oh, thought I'd call and say that.
2: Of course. Well, I appreciate it. Have fun in Nolens and uh, try the uh, Zeppelies. They don't call them Zeppelies there, though. What do they call them? Beignets. I call them non boardwalk Zeppelies. Hello, best show. <laughs> Hi. Hi. Tom? Yes. Hi, uh, i is Pat in DC. Pat in DC, what's up, Pat? All
13: right, um, I just have a story that relates to a, a past uh, topic that may help with a um, with a, an opening uh, reading, if okay, you will. Okay. Okay. Um, that previously, when you talked about Mel Blanc and what you would say when you come or to get you to come out of a coma. Wait. I have a personal experience with this.
2: Okay, please.
13: All right. So when I was 19, I had a, a bad skiing accident. I ended up in a coma for five days. Really? Um. And yeah. Yeah. It's a whole it's a whole thing. Um, but so shortly, shortly after I had been, well, I was on a ventilator for a week. So shortly after I'd been taken off the ventilator and I was, kind of newly conscious Um, had a a doctor came and was talking to me and just kind of doing like basic, you know, judging where I was. Mm -hmm. Um, So he was asking me about myself. Yeah. Um, Well, well, first of all, I don't remember any of this. Luckily my sister was there and she witnessed this and told it to me after. Um, But so he uh, was asking me about myself. I, when I was a college student, I was so I told him that stuff, and I said, all right, well, I got, got that. Uh, what do you like to do for fun? And, I mean, I was in bad shape and could barely talk and was in a wheelchair, um, but I managed to throw him the, the horns and, like, barely say that at night, i like to rock out so you said i like to rock out even
2: in this compromised state
13: yeah like i was i was a i was barely conscious and and i just said to him at night i like to rock out i like that um and i love that like that was my you know my subconscious reaction like i had mm. no higher level thinking at the time sure and that i uh that that was just my my reflex
2: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um well that's a real rocker for you right there yeah patent dc's yeah. well, a real I mean, rocker
13: hey, hey now now i work in in the world of nighttime rocking out mm-hmm. um well, not right now because I'm sick, but I'm sorry you're um, sick. <laughs> well no, I, it's fine. I'm I'm on the mend. It's just good, good. So big good. Do you are you done with
2: skiing for your life now? Is that something you'll never oh, do yeah. again? Yeah, no,
13: I that that was the end of my skiing career. Sure, sure. That's probably for the best. Yeah, yeah. Also, um, wear a helmet. That's just and, my general uh General advice to the world: mm-hmm. Wear a helmet. That's good advice. Wear a helmet. It's good advice, Pat. Um, yeah. You got anything else for me, Pat? So if you could work in something about, I don't know, rocking out into the. Oh my god!
2: In you want me to work in yeah. something about rocking out into the slogan?
13: Yeah, like and and it's it's a general a general attitude, rocking out. Yeah.
2: Okay. general, oh, I got gotcha. You You know. All right, cool. All right, Pat. I'm going to try it. I'll put, see if I can fit something in about rocking out. All right. All right. Well, thank you. Of course. The number 201-989-0012. Hello, best show.
14: Yeah, hi. Uh, this is Pat
7: in Victoria, British Columbia. How you doing, Pat? Not bad. Just outside,
2: walking my dog. Sounds like a real tough no. guy. You, I say, I say, hello. Welcome to the back ah, show, man, I knew, And
15: this I is knew what you, you said. You
2: were going to say that. Well, then you sound sound like don't. Then you don't start. Tough guy. Then you don't start a call off by going, yeah, hi.
9: I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Soften
2: it, I Patrick. Come on. Uh, Pat, I apologize. Sorry. I apologize. No, no, no need to apologize. Just realize how you're coming off. Yeah, hi. Oh, you want I'm to fight? Sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. ready for a fight, then. <laughs> You're one of these... Uh, where are you All calling right, from wait, wait. again,
0: Pat? Victoria, Victoria, BC.
2: How is it up there tonight?
0: Oh, it's a beautiful night. Uh, it's
6: nice and warm,
2: sunny, very nice. I also want to just say, for people who've been trying, if I, I was saying that the, uh, the charity was transgenderlawcenter.com. It's .org, transgenderlawcenter.org slash donate. And whoever's put it down is .com. I'm telling you, I'm going to go get out my uh, my uh, the, uh, no country for all men, uh, uh my, old, my little cow cow, cow, uh, cow puncher. I will sound like a tough guy like Pat from uh, from Victoria. So what do you got? What's going on tonight, Pat?
6: All
0: right, uh, I got maybe some good news for you. All right, um, I'm ready. Are 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 you, are you aware of a new Mister October Reggie Jackson documentary coming out? I am not.
2: You now Reggie okay, Jackson, so. he was a baseball player when I was a little kid. Was, it was some of my first memories are of Reggie Jackson. He played for the New York Yankees and he was he hit home runs in the in the postseason and they he called himself Mr. October. And he also said he's the straw that stirs the drink.
0: All right. So as a promotional item for the release of this documentary Oh, my God. They have re-released
2: the Reggie Bar. Pat, Pat, you... That's correct. They re-released... They made a candy bar called a Reggie Bar, which was basically, if you've ever had a goo-goo cluster down there in Tennessee, it's kind of like a goo-goo cluster. It's a blob of chocolate and, and caramel and peanuts just in an amorphous shape on a on a little piece of uh wax paper or whatever and that is uh that's good stuff mike mike do you ever eat a reggie bar mike ap mike
1: yeah i had one uh it was very similar to a rally bar
2: a rally bar eh? Because the thing is, wait, what what do we got going? On? I hear seagulls. I hear. <laughs> yeah, I'm
6: outside. You got that,
2: that, that's really what it sounds like outside your door. Here, police <laughs> sirens and seagulls. What do you got well, going on there? Dog. What do you got going on there? There's nothing but sirens and <laughs> seagulls, right? What are you? What are well, you? This, a, what, a, what are you? A, a beach cop? What it's you,
15: a seaside urban environment. You a beach cop?
2: Now we got a truck backing up. Ay. You got a busy night there, Pat. And now this guy's from Canada. Have a good night. Have a good night. Where where are what are you? At a fish market? Uh no. Trucks back. Here, this is what I want. Here, Pat, uh, Pat. I want to ask you with yeah. all due respect. I just want to hear the sounds of your neighborhood. So don't say a peep. Right. We're going to listen for, for 15 seconds, okay? There's a motorcycle. I heard a motorcycle. Now I'm hearing a Darth Vader's there, clearly. And, and now it gets quiet, of course. <laughs> trying to talk to the guy i got every sound in the world going off i say hey let's hear it now it's pitted it's suddenly you can hear a pin drop now it's loud again pat well, you're killing me with this you're killing me why would you want no, to do this why would you want to do this to me and look this guy's this calling about reggie this guy's calling about reggie bars uh uh, Reggie Jackson was not a big deal in Canada, was he?
0: No, not really. No.
2: Feels like you'd have a uh, uh, Dan Behar bar up there, right?
6: Yeah, certainly. Yes.
2: A Nardwar bar. How well, is there not fantastic. a How is there not a Nardwar bar? Get on that, Patrick. Nardbar. A Nard bar, thank you, Pat. Get on it, Patrick. And get With all due respect, get off my phone. It's very noisy there. Hello, Beshow.
15: Hey, Tom. How are you
2: tonight? I'm good. I'm good. To whom
15: am I speaking? This is Juan, formerly of Life Center, but I've moved to Rochester, New York.
2: You say it with such pride. I like that. <laughs> yeah i'm from rochester new little, york a little, little
15: more happening here a little good. more happening here
2: good good yeah. i'm glad
15: for instance tomorrow i'm going to see john Vanderslice. very excited about that.
2: that's exciting amazing and john got uh john had some unfortunate stuff uh some equipment in his, in his uh awful. bay area awful. studio got robbed yeah and i want yeah, to say this awful,
15: awful telephone U new 47
2: is awful for any of these rat bastards who told me oh he came on he talks about stealing and then he got robbed it's like yeah he's talking about stealing from awful multinational corporations he's grabbing a, 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 a piece of salmon yeah.
15: yeah i i can't did people really say that because yeah, I didn't a couple people a couple, couple people together. said they're not they're not they don't even nah. Those things are not equivalent
2: at all. They are not even remotely equivalent. It's also just like, what do you want to side with the company? He's not stealing from small businesses. That's the whole point of his thing. He's only taken from these these enormous companies that don't pay taxes. What do you got for me, Juan? What's going on?
15: Well, I'm wondering. I've been thinking about this. Um, I never watched Parks and Rec ever until a few months ago. And then I literally watched every single episode.
2: What happened? You lost a bet. I don't know how many
15: seasons there are. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> and I want to know, have you seen this show?
2: I've seen a lot of episodes of it. Yeah.
15: Okay. Cause I don't, I, I don't understand it. I don't understand the quote documentary style of it and why these people are playing to these cameras that don't exist, but sometimes they're turning to another camera and, but the cameras aren't just at their, you know, office at the city government. The cameras are in their homes. The cameras are in the swamp, wherever the, wherever they are. I, I don't understand it. I mean, it doesn't make sense. Am I right? Well,
2: when you put it like that, it certainly doesn't. i, mean, I it know also if it I'm doesn't, something. It also please doesn't please. make sense. You mean because they know the cameras are there?
15: Right. They know they're there, but why are they there? And why are they in their homes?
2: Oh, uh, I guess I don't like Parks and Rec anymore. Thanks, Juan.
15: <laughs> Someone in the chat asked me, then why did I watch the whole thing? Yeah.
6: Well, Ooh. then
15: this person just definitely doesn't understand uh, OCD uh, <laughs> or people that, yeah. <laughs> you know, once I start something, I don't, you know, yeah. I finish it. So yeah. uh, unless it's it's got to be so, so. Awful within like the first three, four episodes for Uh, me to give up. But if I get through two seasons or something, uh I I can't, I can't not. Well, Juan, I
2: just got to tell you one thing: stay away from sixty minutes. Then do not ever watch the show sixty minutes (laughs) because you're going to end up having about four thousand episodes to watch. If it's that much of a Andy Rooney
15: still on that
2: show? No, he died about forty eight years ago. But don't do it because then you'll be like, well, I'm a completist. That's how that's how old Juan does it. Now,
6: why? Uh, I'll
15: stay away from that. Please, Anyways, please, for the you. love I, of oh, Christ. I'm reading the chat again. Stay away from Sons of Anarchy. A true story. I did the exact same thing with Sons of Anarchy. Oh, watched God. Single episode, even though it sucked. <laughs> so you
2: realized the show sucked, but you kept sticking with it for seven seasons. Best thing that ever happened <laughs> to me on that was. was, best thing that ever happened to me on Sons of Anarchy was that AP Mike came in like a big shot started spoiling it for me and i was just like well cool i'm never watching that again because he was telling me Mm. about uh clay and the other thing mike spoiled mike spoiled (laughs) another thing for me was just like he said that they ride through this world all alone and i was like what well now why would i even watch this (laughs) and he also then mike also told me the crow flies high
16: Right through no,
2: this
15: world. Thankfully, I don't even remember. I don't even remember these Sons of Anarchy references because I watched it so long ago. It's a great theme, theme song. It's a great
2: theme song. It was done by. It is uh, a good theme song. Yeah, Pet Shop Boys did that. It was great. Um, <laughs> well,
15: what's his face was actually good. And what's, uh, uh, oh, he's very he memorable. It's
2: very memorable, of course. He's good. Oh, what's his he's good. face? Yeah. <laughs>
15: uh, oh, what's his <laughs> I face? I just can't remember the actor. Oh Mike, You know, what I loved
2: on that thing. What's his face? I thought what's no, his not face? D, was Boone. so... D
15: boones a Miniman. Who am I thinking of? D Boone. I'm all confused.
2: You're out. Right. You're, you're <laughs> Juan, God bless you. But I'm I'm gonna tell you, break the cycle. These are not good cycles you're participating in.
15: You're right. I appreciate it. Thank you, Tom. And right, you have buddy. a great night. You have Thank an you.
2: even better night, Juan. So good night. Good night. I want to tell you all. I'm being told that it's that time. We're going to go to the studio we have it's very exciting in the studio live all the way from not los angeles they have a new album out now want you everybody should check it out it's called a colossal waste of light i don't like that uh but I do like Eyelids, and I'm going to throw it over to them. I know it's Portland. I'm getting correct. ay.
10: Eyelids! Hello, everybody. We're Eyelids from Portland, Oregon. This is called They Said So. about to get 100% more Peter Buck. Ladies and gentlemen, Peter Buck. Uh, this song is also off our new album. It's a song about the hippies that live rent free in John Moan's head. And they're called the Snowfire Band. And see if you can collect them all. Looks good. Just like this. <laughs> Thank you. This song is the seventh song on our new album. First song, side two. Title track, Colossal Waste of Light. It's called Camelot.
9: So late you fell off your bicycle but said you'd be okay
10: best show audience, the best audience in the world, as you know. This is uh, off our new album. It's uh, called Everything That I See, You See Better. and It goes like this.
9: should have
10: It's called lying in your tomb.
9: in the space.
10: I just wanna that's Jonathan Drews over there, Victor Krumenocker, Peter Bach, John Moen, Polly Pulverenti, and I'm Chris Elliott, stunt double, Chris Lesarenko. This is our last song. It's off a new album as well. It's called, I Can't Be Told.
9: Okay.
2: That was amazing Eyelids So good All the way from Portland All the way from Portland The phone number 201-989-0012 Hopefully they'll swing in And say hi for a minute Or two or three even Um yeah, let's see what's on the phones. Let me see what's going on on the phones. Like slumping down in the chair, but the chair don't like me slumping down on it. I'm gonna throw some of this stuff out. I'm gonna, me and my crew's gonna come here on the weekend and redo the studio. Hello, best show. Hi, Stan. Hi, to whom am I
8: speaking? This is, excuse me, this is Nate in Austin, Texas.
2: Nate in Austin, Texas. What's going on, Nate?
8: Well, I just had, uh, I didn't know if there was a topic tonight. No,
2: not really. No, nothing to apologize. Nothing to apologize for, Nate. No topic.
8: There have been a number of times that you have a, a topic where it's, you, you have listeners call in and they put it out to the audience like, I've seen something, I've heard something, I don't know what it is, mm-hmm. and I need someone to tell me what it is. And I've every single time that topic has come up, it is completely blown past me and every time it's passed, I'm like, I don't know why I didn't call in about this. But I wanted to put this out there if that's alright.
2: Yeah, of course. What is it?
8: There like maybe a decade ago or so i was flipping through my friend's dvds and uh, it, he had like some new edition of like the star wars trilogy and they uh they have like all these like new 10 hour documentaries on like the making of everything about star wars and stuff like that and I'm like, all right, I'll watch these things. And I've suffered through, you know, hours and hours of footage of, of how they do everything. And it was like only at the very end of it where like George Lucas is talking and uh, he's he's talking about like what he's doing like now and like hanging out with his family and everything like that. And it caught me so off guard. Like there's just this one shot of maybe like five to 10 seconds of George Lucas playing basketball with his son on a court. And it, it was the funny, it, it wasn't the funniest thing I've, I've seen, but it took me so off guard to see him on a basketball court with his son playing basketball in the worst possible way. And I haven't been able to find it since, and I need to know where I can find that clip. Of George, of George Lucas, Lucas playing, playing basketball, basketball with his son.
2: That sounds uh That sounds like a challenge for the audience.
8: Let's put it out there. I, I also want to tell how you. How did I'm, he play? I'm
2: let me let me add all that. You listen, Tom's talking <laughs> now. Now Tom's talking. This is how it works. Tom's talking now. Tom let you talk, Nate. You let Tom talk. Very simple, capiche? Capiche. Say capiche. Thank you. I want to know about this George Lucas uh, basketball stuff. What was he doing? To have, what's his handle like?
8: Well, that's what I'm saying. It was such a short clip of it. He, he was like, uh, at it was towards the end of the documentary, and so he was like on on his. He, at his home. And he was like, this is what I'm doing now. I'm not, I'm kind of hands up these days and the other. Mm -hmm. And then it shows him kind of around the house on his property. And then it cuts to just like a shot of him hanging out with his children. And then it's him on the basketball court. It's completely empty. It's like, you know, a, a backyard size millionaires basketball court on the mm-hmm. outside of his property. And it's just him and his son. And <laughs> it's, it's not, you can, you can imagine it's not good. Like it's, it's him playing one-on-one with his son, but just seeing him with a basketball in his hands, mm-hmm. shooting it at the hoops. It's, it's not good, but it took me, it, I was not expecting that at all. Mm-hmm. And I haven't been able I've, I've tried searching online for, George Lucas playing basketball. George Lucas basketball. Anything. All any right. All right. That so the what
2: you're saying, we got to help this guy out. We got to help Nate out. Please. We need to figure out who's got the footage of George Lucas playing
8: basketball.
2: Help him out. Help and him out. I also
8: wanted to tell you.
2: Yeah. What else you want to tell me?
8: I, I'm the one that made and sent you that soft machine Black Sabbath. Stream.
2: You are yes nate that's very sweet of you you're awesome that's a cool shirt nate made a shirt that looks like the black sabbath volume four but it says uh soft machine volume two and it's got robert uh uh uh, uh what's his face on it why am i why am i it's got uh robert wyatt, wyatt. holding down the drums amazing thank you for that shirt my friend and of you, course. And That's you, all I uh, wanted to know. Where Tom. can people uh, get your shirts? Where can people get your shirts?
8: Are you that FSG? Uh, you Is that you guys? Me, uh, the, I'm a graphic designer for FSG prints at FSG prints on Instagram, or you all can right. follow me on, Hey, it's me, Nate Amazing. on Instagram as well. All right. Thanks, Nate. Bye. Bye. Thank you.
2: So, yeah, that was uh hot stuff. Jack. From uh, Eyelids doing their thing. That was very exciting. Um, Right now, I'm... They're coming into the studio. Look at this. It's like a (laughs) bus station. (coughs) Usually the studio is me alone. It's wall-to-wall with people. I'm scared. I'm I'm bad with eye contact. I'm not particularly sociable. Um, I'm good talking to people who are on the other side of a phone line that i don't actually have to make eye contact with so okay, I i'll look I'll, I'll look down here no that's fine no okay. please i'll do my best uh, is everybody in everybody in brett everybody nobody else <laughs> <laughs> no it's not like uh
10: oh we have a few surprises like
2: polyphonic spree yep flea <laughs> no this is very exciting thank you all for doing this what a oh, thrill having you, eyelids in this you know chris of course i know you
3: yes Long history. Long history. (laughs)
2: Guided by voices. Boston spaceships. Correct. What else?
3: Uh, I got to see you do Gary the Squirrel Mm -hmm. to Kevin Corrigan. Sure. Well, that I was. I wasn't
2: asking about the things you saw. I was asking the things oh, you performed. Oh, oh you've
3: in um, other shows. What other uh, shows have you seen? Oh, it's well, it's, there's this really cool thing on right, on Freebie uh-huh. right now. No, yeah. um, <laughs> uh No, uh, God of but, my Voices, Boston yeah. Spaceships. I was in yes. uh, Sprinkler, like mm-hmm. 1991, and so a long okay. time ago. Sub so pop shit. Okay. So, sure. Here. Sure. How.
2: And how are you? This is John. I'm. I'm well. Thank you. Right. Yeah. Now you. No. Notably, you took the place of one of my friends, one of my favorite friends ever. Right in the Pollard's band.
16: Um. Uh, I did. Uh, did I?
2: Did you? I, you
16: I, did. Didn't, no. I think no? I did. No. I don't think I did. No. But I mean, I could. Go for that. I can be a little rude and elbowy. Okay.
4: It was <laughs> funny. Bob
3: with the Boston Spaces was like, we're going to be a real band. Okay. And so yeah. Jonathan recorded the music for mm-hmm. us, and we played all the instruments.
2: Oh, yeah. And
3: uh, and then when he put it together uh-huh. as a live thing, he had Tommy Keene and Jason Garduzzi. Okay. Sure. But yeah. so we didn't kick John out.
2: Okay. All right. I'm just trying to remember. I'm getting... Yeah, no, it's great. Feedbacks and yeah, no, stuff. I get it.
3: I don't remember
16: many facts myself,
3: uh-huh. including making those records.
16: No, I don't okay. remember.
2: Victor, of course, down there, living legend, camper van Beethoven.
16: Camper van Beethoven, cracker, uh, monks of Doom. monks of doom, right? Yes, very good. Course. Third mind, the third mind, mm-hmm. some other things. You're in mm-hmm. there. Yeah. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm, I'm all right. Yeah, you look <laughs> a better. I mean, the headphones look a little crooked, but other than that, you look they great. They are. Thank you. You look fantastic. Yeah. We're running a
2: low-rent operation here. The headphones <laughs> don't fit. It's all right. I can't tell. Thanks. Peter, of course, thank you for being a part of this. Well, thank you. Very exciting. How uh, how did you fall in
14: with this crew? Well, Chris used to correspond with me when he was 12. Okay. And Michael and I would write him these long letters back about, okay, cool, you like us? Well, you you should go out and buy Mission of Burma and and Minor Threat records, and and so we started sneaking him and his brother with their parents backstage to shows when he was thirteen or fourteen.
2: Okay, what's the earliest show you saw, Chris?
14: Reckoning tour.
2: Reckoning
3: tour. The, before yes. then, Peter would send a letter saying, "We've never been to the Northwest. Hope to get there someday." Sure. And then you just wait. Mm-hmm. Because people right. didn't come to the Northwest much back then. Sure. No,
2: I, as I told you in the past, I saw you at Rutgers University mm-hmm. play the student center, basically mm-hmm. a food court. It was it was basically like a Taco
14: <laughs> Bell without all the gaiety. Yes, yeah.
2: it was exciting. It was R.E.M. and Let's Active, and yes, oh. it was a a very somber Taco Bell <laughs> vibe going on. And still, one of the scariest moments of my life. I was thirteen tops, and then. Michael Stipe said, like, welcome to hell. And it was just like, I was like, what are I was alone also.
14: There's not a
2: whole lot of parenting going on in my uh,
14: house. I'm just like. And all to the best. Yeah. Because oh no. it's, as Chris reminded me, I saw your report card. Yeah. You did. You signed the report card when you were doing the fables outdoor yeah. thing. My parents would be of the
2: mind where they'd pull up in front of a movie theater, an R-rated movie, and then. My mother would just go to the window and go, like, he's all right.
8: Mm-hmm. And then
2: they'd get back in the car. I would go in by myself and see the R-rated movie. <laughs> I like your parents. I think they're all right. I love my parents. No, they were great. But they they got it. They weren't dropping me off at uh, – they were okay if it was violent. That seemed to be the general rule of thumb in the house.
16: Sexy, not as much? Or
2: no, that was bad. I remember sexy's seeing bad. a movie. I think it was uh, – <laughs> it would have been, uh, I think, like – Caddyshack, or something like that, probably the first R rated movie I saw. And I saw Caddyshack and then had nudity in it. And then my mother was just kind of like, I thought the movie was so funny, but that nudity was like (laughs) very uh, gratuitous. And I was just like, Yeah, (laughs) 11 year old, right? Um, now you, of course, Mm -hmm. help me out. I'm remembering everybody's names. I'm so sorry. (laughs) Paulie, of course, Paulie. How are so you I'm now, Paulie? You drummed with Elliot Smith. Smith.
16: Yeah, you can talk into the mic, Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yes, you can get into uh, nervous Christians.
5: Okay. Atomic sixty one. Mm hmm. Number two.
2: Uh huh.
4: Probably nothing you've ever heard of. Sure. No. Oh,
2: well, how did How did you Are you a Portland guy? Yes. And you've been. Uh, what is this? The fourth eyelids album. Fourth
3: fourth proper Eyelids record, 18th vinyl release. 18th vinyl release. Yeah. Seven inches EPs. Okay.
2: Yeah. Well, the album's amazing, first of all. I think it's the
3: high watermark
2: for the band. Thank you. And uh, everybody's doing their thing. (laughs) The fall seems to come up a fair amount with you guys. Let's go around the what do you want to say at the same time best fall album or is everyone going to go one by one and say the best fall album and then it, it,
3: you know what to do now no, see it'll be it'll be uh, yeah it's because see, Leave the
14: Capital is my favorite fall song yeah. of all time. It's technically a 10-inch. Yeah. Matter. You know what? We can argue about that all day long. There's a chapter in the book about album. <laughs> yes. yes. If I tell you it's an album, then you're just going to take it.
2: Uh, look, I will <laughs> yeah. say there are expanded editions of Slates that
3: more than qualify as an album. I, I, mine is perverted by language. Okay.
16: All right. I'm Hex Induction Hour. I all have right. to go there. Sure.
2: Hmm. That's an interesting one. For me, I might go...
16: Yeah, I think I might go with
3: Slates also. Slates is amazing.
16: Yeah, Slates is a – that's a hard – yeah, that's a yeah. hard call.
2: Although some of those early 90s albums are really good that everybody –
16: Extricate's really Extra solid.
3: Extricate's great. Yeah. Uh, what's the one after that? I'm blanking on the name. There's uh, Light User Syndrome and things like that. I think there's
16: actually. one before that.
3: Yeah, um, but on, yes. Code it Code Selfish,
16: is that
2: one? Yes,
9: Code
3: Selfish that's is amazing.
2: Good. That's good as well. The fall, anything? Favorites?
16: Slates. Slates. Look, this is a Slates house we're living in here. Um, Jonathan, you want to throw in on this? Yeah.
11: I really can't contribute to this conversation.
2: Okay. Honest. Mm -hmm. Sure. Now, uh, Peter, you've been going down to – you've been doing a lot of stuff in South Africa. uh, South America. I was just in Mm -hmm. South Africa, but you've been in South
14: America lately. Yeah. I've been making records with this guy named Nando Hayes. For 20 years, and, you know, I met him once, and I'm just playing on his records, and it turns out he, between the time I first played with him and now, he's become essentially the Bruce Springsteen of Brazil. Really? Yeah, I mean, he plays to 20,000 people, and mm-hmm. so we went down to do these little TV show, 30th, 20th anniversary things, and we ended up recording this three-record set of, it's a pretty amazing record. So, I'm going to be kind of moving to Brazil for... Uh, maybe a year. Wow. I'm taking Portuguese lessons on my phone.
2: That's amazing.
14: No, a lot of people take Portuguese lessons on their phone. No, no. (laughs) I was going to, more the, you being there for a year part was the amazing. No, I'm just, you know, I'm, it's a kind of late in life gift where, Mm -hmm. you know, I never, I didn't know where I was going to end up. And certainly with that last, two-year period where that no one needs really to talk about. I think everyone kind of got a chance to reassess where they wanted to go and what they wanted to do. And this thing just landed in my lap and I'm like, man, I'm gonna move to Sao Paulo. Maybe I'll take my kids with me. Mm -hmm. I mean they're 29. I can't drag them down there, but and look, maybe you'll just be walking down the street and suddenly
2: see everyone from eyelids. There's well like, what are you doing here? i'm kind of Hi, thinking Peter. that i might
14: be the beachhead for you know for for all this stuff like get, i get yeah. eyelids down get my other band filthy friends get no one's down there mm-hmm. they, they they'd love to see it yeah
2: well you could bring it down and then everybody comes to you, you have yeah just like an, a yeah, yeah. year-long residence
16: i think it's time for eyelids to make their good son don't you sure right yeah we'll go we'll get like the like the percussionists, and the, you, you, you can set get us complicated. up. Oh, I I know
14: yeah. like world class musicians down there. I mean, that <laughs> sounds like we need
3: to replace the band.
14: Quickly. <laughs> <laughs> if they let me play, then 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 they'll they'll be fine with y'all. But I yes. do know, you know, if you want like a seventy year old, you know, percussionist, I know those guys. Yeah. yeah, I mean, we have a hard time uh
3: keeping ourselves in eyelids. You know, <laughs> we're like, uh-huh. we like, we have a thing where we we allow ourselves eight mistakes per song, and we can bank them per song. We can just roll them over. Yeah. And some nights it's, and you probably saw a little bit on Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. The fine is a nickel, right? It's a nickel per? There's no fine. It's just 0%. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
16: Yeah. 0% interest. Yeah, zero.
2: So what's the most, what's the most expensive record anybody in here has, the most anybody's paid for an album?
3: Mine is the fall. I bought uh, that New Zealand live that flying nun, the flying nun one, fall yeah. in a hole. Is what okay, falling a hole, and it was it was one of the last ones I needed, and mm-hmm. so when you get to that point where you're just like, ah, this this is cheaper than usual, but it's still expensive. I just had to do it. You know What's the number. Uh, it was probably like one sixty to one eighty. Okay, but it's That's two cool. records.
2: <laughs> I'm not judging it. I'm not judging it. It's a very healthy. Most expensive
16: record. Okay, thank you. I paid 150 pounds for an Irish folk record that I can't even remember the name of now. That was really stupid.
2: Sure. Did you flip it or is it still? No, I still have it. It, You know,
16: it has some charm, but I, like I say, can't remember the name of it. It was kind of wasted. I I shouldn't have done it. Sure, shouldn't have done. I think I paid 50 bucks for an XTC live
17: bootleg.
16: Okay. Uh, I. I think I paid fifty dollars for a Throbbing Gristle box set in nineteen eighty-one dollars. Okay. So that I mm-hmm. think is kind of where. Sure. And I was supposed to spend the money on clothes for a family reunion, so mm-hmm. i got my head handed to me. But yes, yeah, so it had kind of. a – I think that box jack set and is the beanstalk. Is, yeah. <laughs> the thing going on the box set is worth like five hundred bucks now, so I think like, I did all right. What so. would that clothes be worth, right? I exactly about five hundred bucks. Yeah, definitely not. <laughs> yeah. Peter,
14: honey. You know, 20 years ago, I, I tried to just figure out why I was not really getting excited with any music I was listening to. And I realized I'm hearing, like, downloads and CDs. And I wanted to go back and find the original of records that meant something to me. So that would mean the country of origin, mm-hmm. whether it was mixed in mono. And I think the one that I was most interested in was the first Pretty Things record, Mono from England. Amazing, And that was, like, 15 years ago. And I think I paid $110 for sure. it. And you know it's great, but the American version has the hit singles on it. Yeah. So I don't know. So you can go back and <laughs> forth either way. I have them both.
2: Sure. Mm-hmm. Is there a white a white whale you're still looking for to f- to fill this project out?
14: No, not. I mean, I've got so much stuff. I if I play ten records a day, and live another forty years, I'm going to have records that I haven't played. Yeah.
2: But isn't enough to just know the right ones and buy them even if you don't listen I, to them? Yeah, I,
14: like, buy, I buy records. You right. know, Sometimes I bought – a I read an African record in Berkeley a couple of days ago just because the band looked so cool. You could uh-huh. tell they wanted to be a rock band, yeah. but they're holding like cane flutes and bongos. Uh-huh. But they had like orange shirts on. Like, yeah,
2: these guys uh-huh. have got to be good. Mm-hmm. Do you like Zamrock? Do you like all that stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Like, the, the, all the all that stuff. The family? Yeah.
14: Uh, any, oh you know, God. lots and Pitch. lots and lots of African stuff that happened 60s through 70s is really fascinating. Yeah. A friend but, of mine that runs Mississippi Records, yeah, the, yeah. Uh, the record store, and I, he used to be involved with the label. I'm not sure if he still is, but yeah, just piles of that stuff been reissued on vinyl. So
2: It's oh, amazing. Most expensive record.
3: God, that's a hard one. How about can I flip it a, a record that I sold?
2: Sure, no, that's infinitely more exciting to end this on the record where you sold
4: an original satisfaction, uh huh, picture sleeve forty five, for
2: okay,
16: four hundred dollars,
2: amazing, that's really impressive.
16: Paulie's <laughs> P- got skills, mad skills, on yeah, the level. yeah.
2: No, that's great. So, so this is—is is this the end of the tour now? Where are we at now? We, How, what do we have left? Uh,
3: we're going. We have our. We're playing our first show in Texas on Friday. Okay. Uh, at the Mohawk in Austin. Okay. So and then we go back out in June for the Midwest and Canada.
2: Okay. Yeah. Amazing. Thanks, Don. No, this was seriously a treat. I appreciate everybody pulling this together and making this happen. I know there's a lot, so many moving parts, and it's really just a, a an honor that you all. Yeah made it happen and we also are going to be giving out the the packs for charity for the for the uh let me just give it what is it again i'm so transgender bad. law center org slash donate
3: yeah can i we we have a also up on our band camp, a charity album for a transgender law center as well yeah um that we're we're raising money for them through that as well. And we p- have p- family people. members that are trans, so. sure, and
2: it's musicofeyelids.bandcamp.com. Correct. Okay. Now this is amazing. Thank you so much for coming and for making it happen. It's a real treat, and um, let's hear it for Eyelids. Well, that well I mean, you guys are the culture, I want to say, so. can I say something real quick to you? Of course.
3: I've known you a long time. Uh huh. Bob Pollard and Doug Gillard got me into the best show when we were in the Guided by Voices van, okay. turning around. And, um, uh, these guys know how much it means for us to be here and oh. for me to be here, but you talk about like how standing back from Lou Reed and looking at his scope of work, mm-hmm. how, what he built, I, you are the same thing, Tom, you've built something amazing for decades now. So thank very you. Sweet of you to I, say. Don't, I don't want to creep you out, Keep but going. thank you. Keep um, We're not done. you know, the mountain is gonna, is gonna grow and grow. And I think, uh, you're Financial wealth is just going to expand. Oh, that's what And I, for. I think that it's been a, it's been a the, long
2: con. I've been the, going about it. The, the, not getting
3: paid for yes, a long know, time. but- I think, I think, you know, <laughs> to just kind of wind up on, you know, like, you know, kind of like yeah. doo wop records on some, you know, local station, sure. you know, yeah. is where it'll end up, but it'll be a cool rise and fall for you. So thank you.
16: Would you like to join our nonprofit church? <laughs>
3: <laughs> uh, the
2: you got you had me at nonprofit.
3: There you go. All right. Yeah. Very <laughs> familiar with nonprofit. Welcome aboard. Non-profit no, just thank you, non- Tom. Yeah, yes. no,
2: well, Tom. thank you. It's, yeah. it's of course. I appreciate all the support and everything. And it's amazing we get to do this and everybody gets to have fun doing things. Exactly. <laughs> so people can check out the album, which is available everywhere, I'm being told. Right? Is that yes, true? Everywhere. Everywhere. Sam Goody, really. Sam Goody, Guitar Center, JNR Music, <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. Colossal Waste of Light. Yes, it's out now. Everybody should check it out. And if you're in Canada or Texas, yeah, Austin on Friday. Come see us. Don't miss the show. Yeehaw! Yeah. Thank you, eyelids. Thank you, Tom. Thanks, Hop. Thank you. So, how should should I? I'm going to ask my guys. Do Do I need to play something real quick?
8: Um. Unless you, if you have a call ready, you could do that. But I'll take a
2: call, yeah. and then that'll, oh, I don't have any. Okay, then play. maybe go. For Let's the play tune. something. Let's play something by, oh, I can't play that. That's not released yet. I'm sorry. Wow.
16: <gasps> oh, he's so good. What am
2: I going to play? Name something. I don't know what to play.
3: Something from Slate's. Course. Yes.
14: How did we pass? Leave the that? capital. Yeah, leave the, the capital.
3: capital.
6: Yeah.
2: Exit this Roman uh, uh, uh. uh. You rat bastard! Where are you? <laughs> Where are you? This is the worst DJ. I'm having I've fun ever. Right this now. is the, as low as it gets. <laughs> Super good.
16: There we go. Nice.
2: Little slick. A little yeah. slick.
16: Paul Hanley does oh say it's not right? Yes. I can't believe this.
2: I'll play it when we end the show. This is not working for me right now. All right. Um, 201-989-0012. I will just take calls now. But thank you, for, guys, for coming. Okay. Thank you, Tom. And uh, it's very exciting. Thank you so much. Thank you, Peter. So, as we mentioned, it's the uh, Transgender lawcenter.org. Slash donate. I know we said com earlier. It's org. You can donate. And if you get you donate five bucks, then you send the receipt to best show four number four life at gmail.com and we will uh, do a drawing for the five eyelids uh autographed record packs for everybody who donates five bucks or more get in on the running with that um I can't believe I couldn't find that freaking fall song What's going on
8: it's Awful
2: How is that possible Right Christ on a cracker what's going on here Right am I wrong
4: There is a call now
2: There is a call now how are you Pat Did you like that I loved it and it sounded yeah. great So it sounded amazing. everyone there. Andrew Gleason Yes This guy People said that Don Kirshner was the man with the golden ear. Don Kirshner, you can kick rocks. Andrew Gleason is the man with the golden ear. Oh, thanks. The sound this guy gets from these things. I don't know how he does it. Yeah. Well, that was amazing,
8: Andrew. Thank you, guys. Always a pleasure.
2: Hello, best show.
17: Hi, Tom. This is Sharon in Los Angeles.
2: Sharon in Los Angeles, one of my favorite callers and one of my favorite people.
17: Oh, thank you so much.
2: How are you tonight, Sharon?
17: Except for the caller card. I am good.
2: Just good. Just good. It's okay to be just just good. good. It's okay to be just good.
17: Yeah. It it would be worse if I weren't watching the best show. Watching and listening to the best show. Yes. It brought me up to good, so that's great Well, that's great. all we I
2: could ever ask for That we elevated you to good Now, how is Always does. How is Ajax?
17: She's doing well She's right over here
2: Hi, Ajax
17: There you go, could you hear that?
2: I could, and I did What's going on tonight, Sharon?
17: Um, I, have, I have like Three light things Okay, so the first thing, I'll start with your catchphrase, right? For the beginning of the show?
2: The catchphrase for the beginning of the show, which is haunting me. Some people, hello, best show. They don't like that. was Why, up? That was a beer commercial. Um, what What do you got? you have something for me?
17: Well, it's like something you've kind of been sitting on the whole time. And to be honest, it did pop into my head. I think the first time you brought it up was the the wrestling show
7: right yeah
17: um and i i guess i'm conflating probably wrestling with uh, what is it the monster trucks or something but okay it, when, when they say like let's get ready to rumble but mm-hmm. like uh mirth music and mayhem it's like time for mirth music and mayhem
2: i see what you're saying what if i just say this is what i'm going to do sharon i'm not I'm taking part of what you said, which is, which is what I said. So there's nothing, you did nothing wrong here. I'm not condemning anything you came up with because you were telling me you're holding a mirror up to me.
17: I'm spitballing anyway.
2: What if I say it's time? That's it. It's time. It's time, suckers. What if I say it's time, suckers? What about that?
17: Like, it's time, suckers. Yeah. Is that what you said?
2: Yeah. Like it's time, suckers, the best show's back. What do you think about that?
17: I think it's I think that's solid.
2: It's time, yeah, suckers. I
17: mean...
2: The best show's back. It's time, suckers. The best show's back. I don't know. Is that too mean? Yeah. It's, it's too mean? You're you you you're saying it is too mean or it's not too mean?
17: Oh, no, it's not too mean. No, here's, I because when the other cat was calling about the ski accident, right? And he had the thing about rock, right? I forgot what it was, but it got me thinking of like a delivery for the catchphrase, which is like the classic MC5 kick out the jams, right? Yeah. So you've come up with something that rhymes with that vaguely.
2: What? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So maybe that's
17: just yeah, like the yeah. delivery, right?
2: What if it's like every other podcast sucks? Nah, that's too negative. That is too negative. What if I'm like?
17: I like it, but it might be.
2: <laughs> what if I say you've tried the best? You No, it. You've tried the rest. Now try the best, baby. Best show. That's gold. You tried the rest. Now try the best, the best show, baby.
17: I mean, that sounds like it's there really.
2: I think that's where we're going to go with next week. Let me write this down. You've tried the rest. Now try the best, the best show. Show, baby. There we go. I like that. Somebody said they're worried about the drink I have behind me. Because I have an enormous coffee. I have an enormous coffee. Why did I get an enormous one? Because it was you use the app at Coffee Bean and then they give you Every once in a while they tell you, you got a freebie so then I order the largest one they make and I will I will drink it tomorrow. I put it in the fridge. I don't mind older ice uh, like lattes. They're fine. Old coffee, I can't do it. Older ice latte, I can I can do it. Very interesting. Thank you, Sharon. You have a grand evening.
17: You as well. And tell,
2: tell Ajax that Tom says goodbye.
17: Okay, I will. Thank
2: you. All right, Good night. Hello, best show. Hey, Tom. This is JT calling from Portland, Oregon. JT from Portland, Oregon. How are you doing in Portland tonight? I'm doing good. The weather has started to turn really nice instead of rainy, so it's been great to get out. I'm glad to hear it. How hot does it get there in Portland?
0: Uh well it depends. Some some years like a couple years ago, we had a big like heat wave and it got up to like one eighteen. So I remember that. Yeah, that varies, was that was
2: know? ridiculous. Yep. <laughs> Some were saying God was punishing Portland for not respecting <laughs> Damien Lillard by building a good team around him. That's what some were saying.
0: I can't argue against that. Yeah, I have no idea what that front office has been doing. No, nah, it's bad. I He's going to leave. He's going to leave. Or so. He's going to leave. Yeah. Sorry to tell you. Yep. No, I believe it. But Portland's my like kind of adopted team. Some Sure, sure.
2: What do you got for me, buddy? What do you got? What do you want? What can I do for you? Uh well, I want to ask uh, some dating advice. If that's okay. Some dating advice.
6: Okay. Yeah.
2: What's your situation, JT?
0: Uh, so I'm seeing this lady, and you now I think it's been going really well. Mm-hmm. and we've been out on, on a couple dates. And then for this third date, you know, we decided to go on a hike. So it was going to happen, like, Sunday, and then kind of later in the afternoon, you know, so it's kind of, okay, we'll do a nice hike around the gorge in Oregon, because um, there's just a lot of great hikes out there. Yeah, yeah. So I picked a few hikes, you know, I said, here's three. And she kind of comes back with, like, what I've been reading on these guides as the most strenuous hike around the gorge that you can do. And she's in, you know, she's in great shape. Uh, I not in bad shape, but I'm not in like hardcore hiking shape. Okay. But I kinda, I feel like, you know, there is actually a very good chance. I'll just like, you know, halfway through it, uh, Pass out or
6: something? Just, right, well, like, let's think about I'm, let's you
2: know, still let's think JT. about this for a second, uh, JT. What was what's the goal here? To have her take you to the emergency uh, room? What is the goal?
0: <laughs> well, I mean, initially, as far as a hike, it's just you know, see some beautiful nature, get to know a person better, and then like hope to build on that, you know. So you have been
2: on a few dates with this person. Yep. You said, let's go for a hike. That came from you.
0: Uh, I think it was kind of mutual, you know, because we've been going out to a few things and I kind of, you know, it was always kind of, I don't know, night events. And she, uh, eh, she's like, uh, Single mother, or not single mother? I mean, you know, shares custody with the kids, so her time's kind of in certain windows. So, so this you know, is I'm this is to...
2: this is what you're gonna do, just so you come <laughs> off like a big shot. The goal is to make you look like a big shot, but have you not mess it
0: up? Yeah, right. Yeah, I, I don't basically want to try to do this hike out of some like, you know. Terrible idea that I, you know, I'll just be able to get through it and then like have a heart attack or something. <laughs> you know, so when I'm this going is, this is what you're gonna do. Are trail. you
2: ready? Are you ready for how you're gonna handle this? I am ready. What's the name of the place you're going to the hike on? What's that called? The lake or whatever. Uh
0: like a trail?
2: Yeah, what's the trail?
0: <laughs> uh it's called Dog Mountain.
2: Okay, so you're going to Dog Mountain. Are you gonna? It's gonna. You're gonna pack a lunch. You gonna pack a lunch. Have a little picnic. How are you gonna handle that? Or are you just gonna be there uh, with a bottle of water and a Cliff Bar?
0: I think it'll be like lots of water and snacks because it's like a, I think a six mile hike and like a three thousand foot elevation and it's just basically up. Okay. And then, you know. So here's what you do.
2: You get your hiking gear on, you head out to Mm -hmm. go on the big hike to Dog Lake or Dog Mountain, whatever it was. Uh Uh-huh. You pretend you roll your ankle. (laughs) Early on. You go, Oh my ankle. And if there's a way to and this is this might sound risky. If there's a way to make it look like it was her fault, you do it. (laughs) <laughs> well you say what are you I doing mean, you pushed me i guess in a way you just go oh you 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 bumped you bumped me and now i rolled my ankle and she's oh i'm sorry you go i'm okay i'm okay it doesn't hurt because it doesn't hurt at all because you, you're faking it this is like tom Lycus <laughs> advice like tom Lycus would give advice like this but this is what you do take the part where you take the part where you blame it on her about the ankle let's let's take that out of the equation that's <laughs> a little rough i don't yeah. like that part yeah but you just yeah, fake it a little you get a good 10 how long do you think you have it in you before you'd start to the cracks would start to show and you're worried about passing out god.
0: i you know oh god i i have no idea because this one like i looked up okay. like the reviews on it and it's just like people were saying yeah i have like poles and you know micro spikes or whatever like hiking micro gear spikes, and, you know stuff like that i yeah i don't uh, know either like do you think you, you can know, okay uh, all right do you think
2: you can pull together uh 20 minutes of hiking can you do 20 oh, yeah. Yeah, without yeah, do without that. falling apart
0: yeah 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 so this is what you do heavy breathing but you know then
2: this is what you do. 20, 15 minutes in. Before you start heavy breathing, you fall. You hurt yourself. Ah, yeah. oh, my ankle.
6: Yeah.
2: Right? And again, I am going to reintroduce into it. If you can blame it on her and it doesn't seem like her feelings would be hurt, <laughs> you, try you try it. You try it. See if you can fit in a, make it her fault. I'm joking about that. Of course I'm joking Yeah. No, 15 yeah. minutes and 20 minutes. Ah, oh, my ankle. I can't. Oh, I can't put weight on it. Huh, huh, huh. Right? Let me hear you try it. Yeah. Let me hear it. Ah, ah, well, that's way too ah, much. That's way too. You didn't get ah, shot.
11: Well, Wait, so it? was Zodiac killers
2: out on the trail. That's like Zodiac. You'd, maybe, you'd be, you'd maybe. be, you'd be overplaying it. If the Zodiac killer was out there,
0: come on. I'm sorry. All right. What, what would like, what would an appropriate level?
6: Oh, oh, oh try that. Like? Try. Oh, that's
2: weird. That's way too weird. You sound yeah. like a. Yeah, I don't think you should be hiking, honestly.
8: Well,
0: yeah, I mean, not all these. Not then how bike, about this? Your yeah. drive?
2: Are you driving to the hike destination? Yes, I am. You drive it to all. it. You drive to it, and then in the parking lot, you crash your car into the side of another parked car. Nobody's <laughs> getting hurt. Nobody's yeah. in that car. You smash into it, and you like you look. This is what you do. You but this is this is all. You look to the, to your to your uh, companion, and you say, oh, mm-hmm. "You're so beautiful." But meanwhile, what you're doing is getting ready to crash your car into the side of another car. Because now you get to say, oh, your beauty enraptured me and I crashed my car. Hmm. Okay. Then you say, let's get out of here and you gun it out of the parking lot. Now you got some Bonnie and Clyde (laughs) energy running through this, right? Oh, man. Now you got some Bonnie and Clyde energy. now you'll all be heightened, well, and then didn't you'll Bonnie be like, actually
0: "Take part in it."
2: Yes. So then, okay, then fine. You want that? You smash the car. You say to your partner, we should, "We should probably push this car over the edge of the cliff. The either your <laughs> car or the car you hit."
0: Ooh, okay. Well, it can't be my car, because then how would we get back?
2: That's true. So it's the other car. I don't know how to
0: hotwire a car.
2: No, you just get her to smash. You tell her to go in, smash the passenger side window, get in, pop the emergency brake, and then you're going to shove it over the edge of the cliff with your car.
0: Ah, okay. Okay. I don't think there's a cliff.
2: Would you consider seeing Super Mario Brothers with her? Say, I picked a new hike. (laughs) What did you say? I picked a new hike. And we're going to hike our way uh, into the theater to see Super Mario Brothers.
0: Yeah. Uh, Okay. Well, you gave me three solid options here. So, yeah, you're good to go.
2: JT, you're good to go. You're good to go, JT. Thanks, Tom. Appreciate it. You have a great night. You have a good night. All right. Now I am being told our own someone on staff found the footage of George Lucas playing basketball, and we are going to play it. And I will narrate it. George's
11: personal life has changed very little. Wow.
2: Open. Okay.
11: <laughs> a single dad, George's Hold on. Okay, personal go back. life, has oh, changed very little. I'm open.
2: <laughs> a
6: single dad,
2: Go back. George's personal hit life... Hit pause. Please hit pause. First of all, he's on a basketball court. He's wearing jeans a sweater with a collared shirt sticking through the top. Um, His kid is wearing, is that a Carmelo Anthony jersey? I can't exactly see the letter. Zoom in, please. Like, move it forward so I can read. Is that Nuggets 15? Is that what it says? Nugget, Look, George Lucas's kid likes Carmelo Anthony. He can't be all that bad. Um, so george lucas is uh is playing defense first of all this kid's got one of those weird wrong colored basketballs it's a lemon yellow basketball he's holding he's holding a lemon yellow basketball he's wearing a carmelo anthony jersey t-shirt underneath And George Lucas's defense style seems to be taken from the Three Stooges. He's poking his son in the kidneys with his forefingers. Can I see it again, please? A single dad.
11: George's personal life has changed very little. I'm
2: open. Uh, Hold on. Another thing. Hold on. Hit pause, please. A single dad. He's playing on a tennis court. What the hell is going on? Look at that. There's a net in the background. They're playing basketball on a tennis court. I don't like this. Is that that basketball? Is that a Lakers colored basketball? because I see some purple on there. Is it purple and gold? And the Suns is trying to do. No, that might be like a Phoenix Suns basketball. First of all, okay, here's my evaluation. George Lucas. No handle at all. Gary Payton, he ain't. Um yeah. Amazing. That's amazing. My takeaway, George Lucas's kid likes Carmelo Anthony. That's the right thing. Right player to like. George Lucas is weirdly fouling his son and um also not defending it's 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 a giant mess and he looks weirdly serious also George Lucas I don't like it goes too busy focusing on this stuff instead of focusing on the uh the uh the prequels man those prequels they're bad. You know what else is bad? Pretty much all the rest of the Star Wars movies. They're all pretty bad. How did I not find leave the Capitol? I got Peter Buck here. Got the freaking eyelids here. And I can't find the freaking song when they're in front of me. What a what a what a d- disaster for me. That's a disaster. He's going to go back and tell everybody. I know it. Two zero one nine eight nine zero zero one two. Let's see, Mike, are you there, Mike? AP, Mike.
1: I am. Tom, how Mike? are you? I'm
2: good. I'm good. How'd you like that? uh That uh eyelids session.
1: I really enjoyed it.
2: You like that? Um, you like that? I'm
1: glad you got to talk to Peter Buck a little about his records. And mm-hmm. I just read a book, uh Lost in the Grooves. Okay. Ever read that book? I have not. Record collectors.
2: No, I've not read it. No. Uh,
1: okay. He's featured prominently in that book, and okay. He's got quite a collection.
2: Yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't doubt it. He, he knows. He knows the good stuff. You know who else knows the good stuff? AP Mike. Lost in the Grooves is his pick to click. He gave it.
1: Actually, that's that's not the that's a different book. Um, yeah, I got to get the, the the correct name for the book. I I don't have it right here. Yeah. Lost in the Grooves is about sort of obscure music.
2: Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, I knew he had the, I knew he had good taste with stuff. I think we wanted to just end the show, huh? What do you think? What do you think? I might end it now. And again, transgenderlawcenter.org slash donate. That's where you go. You make a donation of $5 or more. You send the receipt to Best Show for Life. At gmail.com. That's the number four by this Friday. Did I say dot org? I said dot org. It's dot org. For the love of Christ. Transgenderlawcenter.org. Slash donate. And on the way out, I'd like to tell you all about my friends, the fall. Bye-bye. The Best Show is produced in partnership with the Forever Dog Podcast Network. The show is hosted by Tom Sharpling and features John Worcester, Michael Lisk, Jason Gore, and Pat Byrne. The show is produced and written by Jason Gore, Pat Byrne, Michael Lisk, Brett Davis, John Worcester, and Tom Sharpling. The Best Show is executive produced by Tom Sharpling, Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Co-executive produced by Jason Gore and Pat Byrne, segment producer Michael Lisk. The show is engineered and mastered by Andrew Gleason and Wesley Knapp. Graphic design, video editing, and social media by Brett Davis. Website and technical support by Martine Sellis. And the show is recorded at Forever Dog Studios in Los Angeles. Support The Best Show on Patreon over at patreon.com slash thebestshow. And follow us on YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Best Show for Life. That's Best Show, number four, life.